now starts the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, featuring Dan Harsha and Dan Allman. This week's show, we're highlighting the latest in music, life, and we culture. different eyes. Yo, 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 this is Dan Harsha, and this is the Guitar Gurus, and with me always is... Dan Alban here. How you doing tonight, bud? Man, I'm happy to be here as always, loving life. How are you, sir? Man, I'm doing fantastic, but the damn weather outside, man, is all wet. I'll take it right now, I don't care. (laughs) It's not snowing, I'm fine. (laughs) That's coming, man. Man, we needed something to knock down that leaf dust we've been dealing with for the last few weeks. It's been so dry, I've been sneezing my ass off. And like since it rains on Sunday and everything, I feel a lot better now. Awesome, dude. It's it's weird. But it's the allergens in the air, man. Yeah, we needed this. So the man. rain just tamps it all down. Yeah. What I didn't need was cleaning my gutters out over the weekend. <laughs> my legs are still sore. Dude, yeah. That's another source of it, dude. So, <laughs> yeah, so it's it's raining its butt off and has been since about two o'clock and Man, I'm getting geared up for the Game 1 World Series tonight. Man, we're go gonna, Nats. We're going to have it on in the screen, on the TV in the background, while we're taping tonight so we can keep track, but the volume will be off. So. Yeah. Full disclosure. Full disclosure. We are not going to contain ourselves should something happen. I'm sorry. We apologize in advance. Yep. Hashtag <laughs> go Nats, man. we got this. <laughs> Dude, the weather canceled your gig on Sunday. Yeah, I was really upset about that. Um I was looking forward to that uh, fall fest at Ape Hangers with Bradley Turner and uh, Doc Martin. And, uh, you know, just it would have been a great, great time. And we understand the weather happened. So I'd like to thank Ape Hangers for, for at least putting on something that cool. That was very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, so, so unfortunately, it didn't happen. But there's going to be a reschedule is what I'm being told. Oh, cool. Yeah. Well, where can we catch you out next time? Where's the band scheduled um, next? Uh you can catch David and the Dynamos this Saturday at Indian Head Moose Lodge for our big Halloween party. Yeah. Yeah. That's 8 to 12, man. It's going to be awesome. We're going to bring all the new stuff we've been throwing in there and full costumes and dress up and, you know, the whole deal. So did y'all come up with a plan for extra time yet? Are y'all going to release that song yet? That is getting... Okay. That's going to be released sooner than later. Nice. Why? Like- Everybody saw online that Britton gave me a shout out for putting the final mix on it. That's so, right. So I just wanted to. That's why I'm bringing it up. Hey, you threw the mix on there. It sounds phenomenal. It's a it's a hot mix. Everything's there. Can't wait to get it done. Oh yeah, dude. So, I'm excited about it. Thank you for that. Yeah, man. Dude, it's like a little baby. Yeah, you know, it's like see, a little baby. I want to see it grow up and go on and become <laughs> something. So, so that's gonna come to you soon, people. We promise. Yeah, that's cool. Hopefully, we get to premiere it here or something. Oh, absolutely. That, that might be kind of rad. We're going to do that here. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, cool. Well, I should be on in the know then. <laughs> yeah, you'll be in the know. <laughs> All right, dude. We've, we've been rapping for a couple minutes, and I forgot. I need to get. I need to wet my whistle. Oh. Let's wet our whistles. What do you got? I got this. Wet the whistle. Yeah, that's for Alex. All right. That's for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ollie's, by yeah, the way. Yeah, Ollie's Bar and Grill. Cranking the, the SoundSage phone system, and we're popping Ollie's in their honor for it. That's right, night. man. We're doing it, dude. I am still super stoked from last week. The energy from last week is still resonating. 
What yeah. a great episode that was. It was, man. It was good to be back in the studio, getting it done. I felt comfortable. I apologize for a little bit of audio from our normal sound because we were getting all the equipment EQ'd back up from our Rocktoberfest appearance because the controls changed everything that day. So Yeah. And I had to get everything balanced out. Hopefully this week we're back to normal, but last week still sounded pretty good. I had to spend a little extra time with it and massage it out, but we got it done. Extra time. That's, That's right. right. Yeah. Got it dialed in now, though. Nice nice and beautiful. Yeah. It's it's coming through good, I think. Yeah, man. So, dude, last week's show was awesome. Let's talk about that real quick. Let's recap it. Then we'll, we'll start. Then we'll get on this show's going on. Let's do it. But, but last week's show was awesome. We had Max Tucker and Eric Waffen. Eric Waffen. Both representing their bands, respectively. Robbie Booth Band for... For Max and Bradley Turner Band for Eric. That's right. Dude, those two featured guests last week were awesome. They, they came were. on for Down to Earth, told us their, their musical story, which I always find intriguing. Yeah. I think that's one of the greatest um, stories that a person can tell as their journey with music. Yeah. Because no matter what you're into, what anything else in life, what kind of car you like or what kind of food you like, everybody likes music. Yeah, and hearing the story about when you're young, and then you can start to appreciate music, create music. I just love hearing hearing the stories and hearing their gears grind. Yeah, and and seeing how they prosper with it, because I think it's awesome. I just that kind of access, that kind of storytelling, and hearing it from those guys is just pretty special. And I think everybody should just be like, "Wow, that is kind of cool what they're it's, telling us," because it's kind of for personal stuff. Very cool, and you can hear all the positive energy in both of those uh, young men. And just how energized they are by doing it. That that really gets me excited to hear the, all that positive energy about how much they love it and what got them into it. it that's, that's my favorite about hearing the stories is right. how, how hearing people are passionate about it. Yeah. And and then to come on our show and tell us, you know. Yeah. You know, Everybody cool. gets to hear it. We all yeah. get to hear that. And talk about people getting to hear it. Wow. This last almost 2,000 views. <laughs> wow. Dude. So thank you to the fans of the Robbie Booth Band and the Bradley Turner Band. Yeah. They came through this week. You guys are rock stars, man. Right. That's awesome, man. That's, that's a pretty big show record right there. That's a big one. So we're back at it this week. We're going to try it again. We're going to try it again and see what happens. So we've got some other ones on tap that'll yeah that'll rival those numbers in the future. But let's see what we can do with this one. Right. So last week's show. Thank you, Max. Thank you, Eric. It was awesome. We'll we'll definitely book you again soon. So cool, cool for that. So dude, this week's show, episode forty-eight. It's going to be a it's going to be a good one. They're great. It's going to be a great one. Uh, of course, we have our standard guest. First up is David Higgins for Higgy on the Beat. He's yep. with the Southern Maryland Chronicle, chronicling the music of all Southern Maryland. But we're going to highlight music first with this 10-ounce 12-pack sampler. That's right. Then we get into the community events and stuff, what else is going on in town. And we wrap it all up with, a, with giving praise to the Chronicle because the Southern Maryland Chronicle is one of the coolest newspapers to come around. Yeah. And everybody here just needs to go check them out, man, because it's it's awesome. We got to give it to David Higgins up, give him a hand, give him a clap. He's just an awesome guy that's doing the community a service. So it's awesome that he's on the show with us. So he's going to have Higgy on the beat. We're going to highlight the music first, then talk about the community, then yeah. send it on home. <laughs> okay, that's first up. Then we're going to talk about our Spoons meal review. Spoons, of course, is the official restaurant of the Guitar Guru Show. Yep. They, they give us a meal every night that we record, 
and this week's meal was awesome. We had ribs, we had shrimp fried rice, of course, of course. the salad, the mac and cheese, the green beans. We'll get into that after Higgy on the Beat, but shout out to Spoons Barbecue, fueling up the gurus, <laughs> making us feel home, and taking us there with that meal. So we'll talk about that. That's coming up, too. So Spoons Barbecue. Yep. Then after that, we get the one and only Sean Kirkpatrick on from the Trilogy Band for Sean in 60 Seconds. And it's going to be Spooky Story Sean. I so can't wait. I can't wait to see what kind of spooky story he's got for us because he's got a many. He's so got just, a many. We're doing this all October long with him. So <laughs> it's going to be awesome. And that's Sean in 60 Seconds. That's the standard show. Yep. That in, that in itself is an awesome show. Absolutely. But here at the Gurus, the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, we take it to the next level and have two featured guests. Every From week. our local brethren, our local guys that are out there playing shows. We're here to help their band out. So first up, our first featured guest tonight is going to be none other than Michael Mead. He's a guitarist extraordinaire. He played with Frankie and the Actions. He has a whole bunch of other work going on. He just recently released a music video. We're going to talk about that and get his whole backstory too. So that's featured guest one, Michael Mead. Yes, So that's awesome, man. So it's going to be good stuff. After that, we're going to talk Island Music Company's Guitar of the Week. And this week is an ESP LTD EC1000 guitar with a beautiful quilt maple top. Everybody's going crazy over. Yeah, it's, it's Even, hot. Boy. And again, and again, ESP guitars like our post today. Yeah. Yeah, you know, you got to love that. <laughs> so, dude, that's awesome, man. Shout out to ESP guitars, man. They're yeah. cool. So, I mean, we're, they're seeing it. Okay. After that. We're going to do the Jesse Wickline Allied Renovations Two for Tuesday shout out. Uh, Jesse Wickline and Allied Renovations has recently partnered up with our Guitar Guru Show to produce the said segment Two for Tuesday shout out. Yep. So they're bringing it to you every week. So when your house is in need of repair, give Jesse Wickline a call. He'll take care of you. That's right. Coming up. All right. Okay. And then we'll have our second and final feature guest after all that's going down. <laughs> and no, we have. To finish up the show tonight, no coincidence, from last week we had Tyler Brotherton on from the Route 4 band to talk about the accident at Green Door. We already had Alex Edinger scheduled for an appearance this week. He's the vocalist for the Route 4 band. That's right. So we'll get talk to him. We'll do a quick rack up, find out what's going on since that event down there. It'll be kind of cool how we'll all tie it together, but we're not going to take away from his time to tell his story. So I think that's going to be kind of cool, too. Oh, absolutely. Can't wait to talk to Alex. Yeah, so Alex, vocalist from the Route 4 band. We've known him for quite a while. He's an awesome dude, so we'll have it home for him, man. I think it's gonna it's gonna wind up to be a kind of cool show, man. It's gonna be a great episode, man. Yeah, so dude, I'm gonna get the Ollie's Bar and Girl Soundstage phone system fired up and we'll get Mr. David Higgins on from the Southern Round Chronicle for Hickey on the Beat. What Let's do you get think? It on, man. All right, let's see if I can get this new iPhone cranking, man. You know right. how they are, dude. They're temperamental. Higgy on the beat coming at you here on the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. Southern Maryland Chronicle. Check them out online. Give them a love, give them a like, give them a shout. Hello, this is Higgy. Hey, Higgy, it's Dan from the Guitar Gurus. How you doing, buddy? Not bad. How you doing tonight, my brother? Dude, we're hanging in there, man. We're doing our thing, and we're ready. We're, we're ranting and raving and getting ready to talk to you. You two rant and rave never. <laughs> <laughs> you know us too well, brother. That's right. <laughs> so how you been, man? 
Uh, just working my tail off, coming up on the tail end of the soccer season for my kids. Got playoffs this coming weekend. Um, you know, news has been busy. Working on some other projects that are coming up for the Chronicle that I cannot talk about at this time. Ooh, but you I know like what the... you know what they are. Yeah, dude, you know <laughs> to always reach out to me if you have any questions or whatever you got. Oh yeah, perfect, yeah. perfect. So. Awesome, dude. With well, that tease, we'll lead right into the 10-ounce, 12-pack sampler. Why don't you yeah. jump in and do your thing, Higgy? All right. Good evening, Southern Maryland. I'm Dave Higgins for Higgy on the Beat, coming to you live from the Southern Maryland Chronicle Newsroom. A beautiful fall weekend is coming up. Sunny. High is going to be in the mid-60s. Nighttime temps are going to be crawling around 47, 48. There is a very slight chance of rain Sunday afternoon after 4 p.m. So let's get started with your 10-ounce, 12-pack sample of what's on tap this weekend in Southern Maryland. On Friday, 7 p.m. at Cow Thai Restaurant and Sushi Bar in La Plata, you've got the party band Taboo. 8 p.m., we got our buddy Tar and Sean of Nightcap down at the Nanjimoy Country Storm Bar in Nanjimoy. 8 p.m., you've got Paradox over at Toots Bar in Hollywood, Maryland. 10 p.m., you got the boys from Spoiler Alert at ABC Liquors and Lounge in California. On Saturday, 9 p.m., the Tavern, St. Leonard, you've got Eclectic Wave. 9 p.m. at Hill Storm, uh, Country Storm Bar and Grill. And Helen, you've got Cody Spicer. 9 p.m., Hotel Charles, Waldorf, Maryland, Lost in Paris. 9 p.m. also, Ape Hangers Bar and Grill on Bell Outen, you got Grinding Gears. On Sunday, Ruddy Duck Seafood Nail House, Piney Point, not Solomon's, or Dow. You've got Kathy O'Rourke at 11 a.m. 1 p.m., Jeremy and Dana at the Running Hair Winery in Prince Frederick. 2 p.m., you've got the Bushmill Band at Lotus Kitchen in Solomon's. And at 2 p.m., you have some other britches at the Port of, Port of Leonardtown Winery, Leonardtown, Maryland. The weekly music schedule is prepared by Lynn Arion with permission given to the Southern Maryland Chronicle to reprint. That's your 10-ounce 12-pack sampler for this weekend. Be sure to check out the entire local music schedule which is released Thursdays at about 4 p.m. and shortly after on Facebook. Nice. That's awesome. So a nice busy week. There looks to be a, a nice mix of things going on. Dude, I definitely want to check out some other britches sometime, man. <laughs> yeah. I have yet to be able to catch them yet. I keep seeing them. You know, they seem to be doing more shows around. I just I haven't had a chance to catch them. Yeah, man. Me either, man. This sucks. <laughs> <laughs> So what's the, what's we looking for events this week? All right, over in Calvert County and Prince Frederick at the CSA Fieldhouse, you have the Hollywood um, the Halloween Festival on October 27th from 4 to 6 p.m. Family event. Charles County on October 26th at the Blue Crab Stadium, Regency Furniture, from 12 p.m. to 7 p.m. is the second annual Blue Crab Beer, Food, and Wine Festival. St. Mary's County, October 26th, Saturday night, 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. Leonardtown Square, you've got Trick or Treat on the Square. Another family event, Halloween weekend. Cool. All right, going on on in news this week. Maryland Department of Health has launched a portal to give parents access to vaccination records online at no cost. The Maryland Department of Health announced this week that the new portal will enable Maryland residents to access vaccination records at no cost online. Users will be able to view and print official copies of their vaccination records and those of family members on demand via md.myri.net, 
without an additional request from a healthcare provider. In Calvert County, Calvert High's Kathy Sutton was named the 2020 Maryland Assistant Principal of the Year. She has been named the 2020 Maryland Assistant Principal of the Year by the Maryland Association of Secondary School Principals. The graduate of Patuxent High School, Ms. Mick Sutton, began her career teaching English at Huntingtown High, where she taught until she was hired as the English core lead at Calvert High. She served as the assistant principal of Calvert Middle for three years before moving to the position at Calvert High. Ms. Sutton is the first assistant principal in Calvert County Public Schools to win the award. She is now eligible to apply for the National Assistant Principal of the Year. Coming out of Charles County this week, the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, ATF, Baltimore Division, is offering a $5,000 reward for information leading to the arrest of Deontay Mandel Duckett. Apparently, he goes by the name of Duck from what I've been seeing on Facebook with people responding. Um, he is the subject of a joint investigation by the ATF and Charles County Sheriff's Office. He is a five-time previously convicted felon who is now has a federal indictment for three counts of being a felon possessing a firearm. He is considered armed and dangerous. Anyone that has information regarding him should contact the ATF at 888-ATF-TIPS or ATF-TIPS at ATF.gov. <clears throat> Over in sports, you know, we, we for the longest time, we got to make fun of the Orioles. <laughs> so now, now we're just gonna now we're just gonna move into the NFL season and make fun of the Redskins. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they continue to shoot themselves in the foot with penalties and subpar play. They fall into one and six after losing to the 49ers on Sunday 9-0. They will be playing the Vikings Thursday night football, which will be starting any minute now. Capitals sitting pretty at six two and two in first place in the Metro Division. They will play the Oilers, Oilers later Thursday night at nine p.m. Wizards looked pretty decent in preseason. Bradley Beal signed a $72 million extension in the offseason, and he wants to stay with the Wizards to help with the rebuild. The Wizards open the season on Wednesday night, and they will return to Capital One Arena on Friday night to face the Timberwolves. Cool. As we said last week, the Washington Nationals were playing a NLCS championship game. They won if you haven't figured that out yet. The Nationals are making their first World Series appearance and the first MLB World Series appearance for the Washington area since 1924 with the Senators. The Nats will play games three, four, and five, if necessary, in Washington. Astros are a huge favorite to win this, according to Vegas. That's right, dude. We're the underdog, but that's where we want to be. Yes, we are. That's right. Uh, In terms of smack varsity football, Huntingtown stands as the only overall undefeated smack team. At 6-0, 3-0 in the conference. But Patuxent joins them at 4-0 in conference play. Games this Friday are Patuxent vs. Calvert, Northern vs. Huntington, Choptacon vs. Leonardtown, La Plata vs. Lackey, Great Mills vs. St. Charles, North Point vs. Thomas Stone, McDonough vs. Westlake. In other smack news, Choptacon High actually became the first high school in the nation to repeat as champions in the National Touchdowns Against Cancer competition. Chopticon this year raised $7,500 with one of their players, Anthony Ensko of Chopticon, raising the fourth most, most amount in the country at $1,825. Chopticon was also the 2017 champions, raising 12013 They are the only team to ever win this twice. 
Go ahead, Cow Pie High. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> right. And that's your weekly wrap on news. As always, follow the Chronicle on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash SOMD Chronicle or southernmarylandchronicle.com for all your local, state, regional news, weather, and sports. And I will see you guys next week. Yeah, man, Higgy. Awesome. That's awesome stuff, buddy. We appreciate everything you do for the show, man. All right, guys. You have a great week. Get out and have some fun. Uh, Mr. Uh, Alban, are you playing this week anywhere? Uh, yeah, we'll be, we'll be at the Indian Head Moose Lodge on Saturday. Is that a private party or can the, the, us regular folk join you? Everybody's invited. It's a Halloween party. All right. That's always good to do. Nice. <laughs> yeah. You coming? <laughs> uh, I got playoffs this weekend. Oh, that's right. Well, good luck with the playoffs. Yeah. Thank you. Cool deal, buddy. All right, Higgy. We'll see you next week, buddy. Go All next. right, guys. Talk to you later. All right, man. Peace. Bye. There he goes, dude. All he's right. always in and out, man. That's right. He's got too much to do. Hey, man, I'm glad he gives us 20 minutes a but week. But he makes time for all of it. Yeah, man, that's good stuff, man. If you haven't heard yet, Southern Maryland Chronicle, David Higgins, go check it out. SouthernMarylandChronicle.com. It's a fantastic website. Fantastic. Giving you the real news. Yeah. No spin, no BS. It's just what it is. No, it's just it's fact-based. Yeah, fact-based news, not emotional-based news. Exactly. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it's a nice read. You don't have to hear all emotion when you're reading it. You're just hearing, you're reading facts. Exactly. So, check it out. Southern Maryland Chronicle. That's Higgy on the beat. Of course, we always start out a segment highlighting local music. Exactly. The 10-ounce, 12-pack sampler. First thing we talk to them about. Then we talk about the events. Yeah. If you so, want to get more in-depth in the community and the news events, go there to check it out. Yeah. We're going to be focused on the community, like you said, the music community here on this show, which he definitely gives a lot of attention to. Right. But, you know, he's just not going to come on to do a ten- to just that. So I give him time to talk about the events. You Absolutely. Know? Give him his platform. Yeah. You know, there's a, it's as a you give can and take. Hear, yeah. As you can hear with the community events, there's a lot of things to do on Saturday and Sunday during the day that are family friendly. So you can spend time with the family and then, you know, go catch a show in the in later in the evening. Exactly how I see it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I so, like it. David Higgins, Southern Maryland Chronicle. Higgy on the beat, man. It's awesome. My man. Dude, transfer transfer into Spoon's Barbecue. Wow, dude. Classic guru meal tonight. Yeah. Dude, we had the ribs, the shrimp, the, all the beautiful sides. <laughs> the sides, <laughs> the man. The sides. Yeah, the mac and cheese. Well, dude, first of all, the wet ribs. Wow. Oh, yeah. Dude. Dude, Spoon's ribs are a hidden gem, man. If, if anybody's listening to the program, go there and get a half rack of each of the flavors. Do the guru play. Yeah. Do, yeah exactly. do the guru play, man. I, dude, you're going you're gonna to email us and thank me. You're going to thank us in an email if yeah. you do that because it's that good. It's a clean, empty bone when you – I mean, it just all comes right off there. It's phenomenal, man. Mm. So that's what that was our main entree. Then we, then we had shrimp fried rice on the side as always. Absolutely, gotta have that. The yo-yo sauce is awesome. Yep. So get that if you if you're feeling froggy when you go there. Um, and then the mac and cheese, the green beans, they were awesome. Green um, beans are always great. Oh, Every time, man, it's, it's got me powered up. Yeah, dude. we had the, the little fritters afterwards. Yeah, with nice, nice little treat after you eat. A little powdered sugar on there. Yeah, we put the picture out there on the show. We're spoiled, man. Yeah, so Hannah and every crew, we love you. Spoon's Barbecue, Rosewick Cross Crossing Shopping Center, La Plata, Maryland. Greatest parking lot around. I was waiting for that. You gotta say that, man. That's the gimmick. <laughs> that is the gimmick. But, dude, you go there, and every time someone... You always email me. They're like, Dan, I see what you mean by the parking lot. Yeah. I've gotten that email before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, dude, you park your car safe, go in there, 
They'll take care of you. Say, hey, I heard about this shit, this place on the Guitar Gurus. Show me what they're talking about. Yeah. I went in there tonight and to pick up the meal as I do every weekend. Sure. Nick, I want to give a shout out to Nick. He's really, he's really working hard. He stepped up when, now that Joe's gone. And right. He's getting it done. Maybe and he said, hey, some people came in and mentioned you guys, and I made sure I took good care of them. Hey, you can't, you can't beat that kind of service. And he told me straight up that I said, I wanted to make sure you got taken, they got taken care of. Well, we're giving Big Nick a shout-out right now. So thank you, Nick, for representing, man. Doing, you know, doing right by, you know, the establishment. Yeah, that's yeah. real cool. So there it is. I mean, there, there's testimonials right there. Yeah. I mean, people are going there checking them out. And, That's right. And dropping the name. It works. It, does work. <laughs> it works. You're going to get some great service. Because <laughs> they know if, if you don't, you're going to email me and give me hell. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, <and> yeah. <laughs> we it, have not got any of those nasty grams. No, not yet. If we don't no, expect so either. I don't because it'll not happen. there. But that we love being partnered with them. The meal of night, fantastic. So I implore you. I mean, dude. Every rib joint in town should be nervous as the word gets out with those ribs because they're that good. I mean, they're that good, dude. So check them out. Spoons Barbecue, Rosewick Crossing Shopping Center, La Plata, Maryland. You'll you'll have a great time when you go there. So, wow. Can't wait for next week either. So we'll see what's happening. I'm already thinking about next week. (laughs) Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. food, man. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Spoons Barbecue. That's where it's at. So cool. Dude, it's time to get the Ollie's Bar and Grill soundstage phone system cranking again and get our good buddy Sean Kirkpatrick on from the Children's Band for Sean in 60 seconds. And it's the Halloween October season with him, so we got spooky stories with Sean. I have been waiting patiently for this. Give me some soothing tones while I get the phone cranking. Ooh, it's Sean in 60 seconds. Halloween edition, October 2019. All right, that was pretty yeah, but it's ringing, dude, so we're good. Good evening, gurus. Hey, Sean, it's Dan. What's happening, buddy? Oh, you know, I'm just hanging out up in the attic. Yes, Ooh, dude, yes. Yeah. Dude, we were just promoing your spot. Oh, hold on. Mr. Alpin, say hi to Sean. Sean, how are you this evening, sir? Oh, I'm doing fantastic, Mr. Alpin. How are you? Oh, I'm loving life, buddy. Hanging out in that attic. Ready to tell us a great story this week? Yeah, it's yeah. I got I got, got some uh, got something in mind, Ooh. dude. That's awesome. I heard about y'all's late night uh, last week too, so don't think I didn't know about that. Yeah, yeah. I think we raged to what two thirty in the morning last week. <laughs> it was something like that, man. It was. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we said during the show, I said, "I'm gonna call you when we get done," and I did. <laughs> and yeah. that was a long. I mean, the next day was a long day. <laughs> yeah, did you? Uh, did you make it to your jury duty or I whatever it. it was? I made it to jury duty on time. I was 20 minutes early. Nice. So there it is. I enjoyed hanging with you, brother. It was great. Yeah, man. Good times. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Well, dude, um, let's jump right into it. What kind of spooky story do you got for us for this October evening? Well, it's uh, not quite as spooky as, um, as, it, as it is just one of the most terrifying moments of my life. Okay. Surprisingly enough, um, it was it, um, it's the first time I ever smoked pot. Oh wow! Okay, wow, this is cool. Let's hear. Yeah, it. so um, I was about about 14 years old at the time, and I was hanging out with this group of kids in this neighborhood that was the way the the way the bird flies. It was about a mile and a half away from my house, but you had to go through these crazy 
thick woods and there was like no way to really like there was no trails or anything like that in order to do it so um in order to get to this neighborhood you had to ride your bike down one of the main roads about a mile and then come back up a different main road a different direction another mile and then go another mile south in order to get to this neighborhood so anyway i was hanging out down there all the time with these with this group of kids and we were all just being hooligans we found a spot on the beach and we would uh, go back there and this one kid came up and he's like hey man i got this i got this pot man you want to try it out okay and at this point um at this point i you know kind of figured out what it was and done a little bit of research i was like you know fuck it why not all right so i gave, so i gave it a shot and it's uh just before sunset at this point when we first smoke it and i'm pretty sure the shit was laced because i've never had this reaction before or since to like anything okay um but i started tripping out like having like crazy hallucinations and i'm sitting there and you know it's it's you know an hour maybe an hour and a half goes by and it's not going away and it's starting to get really dark out and i've got to ride my bike home three miles and i'm tripping balls at this point <laughs> i can only laugh man. <laughs> all right in order to get to the bikes in order to get to the spot that we were smoking you have to go to what's called the south beach of ken island and it's in this neighborhood called tower gardens you go out onto the beach through this path in the woods then you walk like 150 200 feet down the beach and then you go up into the woods again through a bunch of trees and whatnot and there was this little clearing where we would hang out and you know we'd have little bonfires and stuff in there and it was like a sort of like a little beach dugout hideaway spot that we made it was a cool spot until i uh until i started tripping balls in the middle of the night couldn't figure out which direction the water was coming from whoa uh I made it. Out, I made it out to the beach. Got out to like. I, at this point, I'm, all my friends were still with me, so we were all kind of working together to get back to the, where the bikes were. Okay. We got out to the road in the neighborhood, and uh, they all lived in the neighborhood. I was the only one who lived three miles away, and I would ride my bike all the way down there just to hang out with these kids. Wow. So we drive by all their houses, and one by one, the whole group kind of falls apart and. You know, my one buddy gets to his house. The other buddy gets to his house. We're all kind of going down the neighborhood. Another buddy goes down his driveway. And by the time I get to the end of the neighborhood, I'm riding my bike by myself. <laughs> and at this point, it's pitch blackout. Yep. I can't see shit. <laughs> okay. I can see like vague shapes. And I've done this done this bike ride a whole bunch of times before. Um, done it in the dark too, but I wasn't, you know, I wasn't high at the time. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I'm looking around and I'm seeing the shapes of these familiar things, and then I see um, what appears to be like a giant, giant meatloaf platter on someone's front lawn. <laughs> with, uh, with, like, um, like lettuce and fixings and stuff like that around the around the sides. Okay. And uh, that looked really appetizing at first, and then I was like, nope, that's an electrical <laughs> box, and I kept on riding my bike. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Veered back away from the ditch. Oh. Um, got back on the road and I keep on riding. And then all of a sudden, I, I get this distinct notion that I'm being followed. I turn around and I, and I just, all I can see is just like dark silhouette shapes at this point. And I'm, I'm convinced that there's a giant like sea turtle that's chasing me. And so I start hauling ass and I'm just wow. booking it down, down this, down this road and I can't see anything. All I can tell is like whether I'm on the road or not. 
And uh, as soon as I start feeling some rocks, I'll go to the left. And then if I see, you know, depending on which direction it's coming from, it was pretty crazy. And then um, I get to this new trail and there's like this S turn as soon as you get onto the trail off of the road. And uh, I tried to make it through that S trail and I ran my bike full speed into a tree. Oh, nice. Yeah. And that uh, that that sobered me up real quick. <laughs> Yeah, did you go face first into the tree? I did. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. Ate, I ate tree bark. Yeah, that'll do oh, it. Oh, man, you're lucky you didn't lose teeth. Oh, well, my front two teeth are already fake, so it wouldn't really matter. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so what happened after that? Uh, after that, I just got up and just started walking, and I walked home. <laughs> but Oh, man. I realized, obviously, that there was no turtle chasing me. No, I, I seriously doubt that was happening. <laughs> well, but it, it seemed like it was. <laughs> yeah. Damn. Yeah, man. Man. You'd, you'd think I would like never touch this stuff again after that kind of an experience. That was far from the truth. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, you just got to know where it's coming from. Right. Can't trust, exactly. Can't trust a bunch of fourteen-year-olds in the woods. Hell no. Wow, dude, that's insane. Insanely awkward conversation. Yeah, I, I don't know what. So, the, what yeah. was the fear real? Yeah, yeah. No, I thought I was gonna die. Like, right. I mean, was the chat? Were your was your heart pumping out of your chest? Were you like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god? And then boom. I mean, paint the picture a little bit better. Yeah, sorry. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I was fucking crying before I hit the tree. Like, I was. I was a mile, it was a good mile of me just hauling ass down this long stretch of road where I was the entire time convinced that I was being chased. So I was def I was breathing heavy. I was my heart was racing. I thought I was thought I was going to jump out of my throat, man. I was adrenaline yeah, it was, kicked. It was awful. <laughs> oh my god, man. Wow. And then it was just over. As soon as I hit the tree, it was like everything just snapped back to reality. I was you know, spitting bark out of my mouth and getting back up off the ground. I was all scraped up and stuff. <laughs> wow. how, how was the Huffy? <laughs> it was actually a Gary Fisher. It was a mountain bike. The the, uh, the handlebars were twisted after that. Uh, that's why I ended up having to walk at home. I couldn't twist them back. I figured you, you said you walked him. I'm sure the bike was messed up. Yeah, I mean, luckily the rim didn't get bent up, but, uh, but yeah, the uh, the handlebars were like completely ninety degrees <laughs> in order to in order for the wheel to be straight. Good lord! Wow! Yeah. <laughs> Good lord! That's too crazy. Yeah, I mean, I was legit hauling ass, even though I knew that there was like crazy turns coming up and trees, just because I thought that I was about to get eaten. Right. So you went full um, full X Games, just knowing you had to get out of there. Just bang, right. I'm going for it. Like I was leaning forward, face over my front tire, going as fast as I possibly could into the uh, street. That paints the picture. Wow. I, uh, yeah, I, I mean, you know, the next day, my my parents were already asleep at the point when I, when I got home, and I just kind of went up and went to bed. But the next day, when my parents saw me, they saw my face, and it was just the whole like left side of my face was just completely just cut up. Wow. And my shoulder was all messed up. My arms were all cut up. Like, man. Jeez, yeah, oh, that tree got me good. Wow, dude. Well, the story is there. Don't smoke anything laced. Wow, dude. Well, if you don't right. know, you don't know. All right. And that's a terrible way to find out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no. And uh, 
even though the prices may be better, I still go to the dispensaries. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You don't trust old, uh, whatever the guy's name is on the, you know, Hey man, I got you right here. (laughs) (laughs) I can't think of anything clever at the moment. Well, cool. Where's the band playing this weekend? Yeah. So we got, uh, we got two shows this weekend. They're both actually Halloween parties. So, uh, we're all going to be dressing up. We were planning on doing a Marvel universe, uh, themed thing so you know i get to use my thor costume again nice again and uh <laughs> you've used hannah it before was gonna be, <laughs> hannah was gonna be black widow and uh everybody started picking out their stuff and then chris sends us a picture he's like all right i got my costume and it was a picture of robin i was like oh okay that's that's ruined now <laughs> what did you say robin yeah, yeah. Did you not Just say that. it's a Marvel theme? <laughs> that was the plan. And then, uh, yeah, so, somehow, he, uh, I guess he knew, apparently, is what he told me. But I was like, uh, all right, whatever. Chris Carter, what are now you Aaron's doing, gonna, man? Just going to be slashed. Like, he just gave up. Wow. It's like he went to the store and just grabbed something real quick. Yeah, I'm going to be wrong. He doesn't even go to the store. He just goes online. First thing on there is like, oh, uh, okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> We love you, Chris. Yeah. But come on, man. <laughs> yeah. So, so Friday night we're going to be at Ollie's um, doing another Halloween party there, nice. and then Saturday uh, we got Hot ninety nine fives um, Halloween costume boogie night, whatever, uh, down at Two Silos Brewing in Manassas, Virginia. That's awesome. And that's going to be pretty intense. That should be great. Man. Yeah, y'all better be on your A game there, dude. Of course. We're always on our A game. We ain't got no other game. You always are. That's for sure. That's good stuff. That's good stuff, dude. Where'd you play at last weekend? Uh, last weekend, we um, last weekend actually my was my dad's birthday on Saturday. So shout out to him. Happy birthday, Magic. That's right. That's Happy right. birthday, Mike. Yeah, man. Uh, so I actually took off Friday because I couldn't. I I was already booked on his birthday, so I learned the hard way that I'm I'm gonna have to start requesting off. Like I've already requested next next year's off, next year birthdays off. Cool. That's a good, good year in advance. Yeah. Because I didn't get to it in time this year, so I ended up having to spend the whole Friday night thing all with him. And we had dinner and stuff like that. It was a good time. Cool. Um, and then Saturday I did the double header. We we ended up at a Mulberry Hill Wine tasting during the day, and then went down to Colonial Beach, Virginia, uh, for the evening show. Rocked out down there. Awesome. Nice. That's cool, man. Real cool. Yeah, I saw yeah. I saw pictures of the uh, Mulberry Hill. That was, that looked pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah. You like the flannel it kind of fit in. For I once. did. I did. I saw. Uh, I think I saw in the picture. I saw Aaron and Chris. Yep. And then there was like this big pumpkin in the back. <laughs> oh no, that was Sean. I'm sorry. That was me. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, it was cool, man. It looked re- it looked like a good time. Yeah, yeah, it was a great time, and they had this new—they uh, had this new like sparkling cider or something that they were serving in a can. It was eleven percent ABV. Oh, 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 oh yeah! <laughs> it was absolutely delicious. And, and you played another show later that day. <laughs> yeah, good for you. <laughs> Love it. Love yeah, I don't remember much about the second show. <laughs> That's the right answer. Those are my favorite shows. <clears throat> I didn't say that. <laughs> Good deal, dude. Well, cool, man. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna do my best to pop in on you uh, at Ollie's this Friday. All right, man. Yeah, trilogy band. Hell yeah, buddy. What are y'all gonna be for Halloween? Uh, 
I'm not revealing that yet, but yeah, I've already got an idea. Yeah, we, we can't talk about that just yet. Not just yet. Uh, okay, I guess I could just give away all my secrets, and you guys get to just keep all yours. I see how it is. We own the show. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Good deal, dude. Well, dude, Sean, you're always a champ. Can't wait to talk to you next week. Um, and we'll do, continue on with the spooky stories of Sean Kirkpatrick for all October long. What do you think? All right, guys. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you next week. We'll see you. See you. All right, yeah. brother. He's gone, dude. Yeah, he's he's gone in 60 <laughs> seconds. That's right, dude. Sean is gone. Dude, what a story that was, man. Yeah, that's, you know, the fear was in him. He was pedaling his ass off. Right into a tree. Right into a tree. That just shows you, man, once certain once you get that fear bug in you man it can do some damage man especially under the influence yeah i've i've seen examples of it which i will not talk about because they weren't mine they were other friends of mine right but yeah i understand how that could happen cool man well hopefully next week we'll have something a little scarier paranormal style yeah we'll see what's i might i might have something oh good yeah i'll get with sean during the week maybe we'll uh come up with something cool yeah there you go yeah, do a double segment, like tag team it. Yeah, because I think next week will be the last uh, October episode. Right, so that'll be the Halloween episode. Yeah, it comes make, out on Halloween. Yeah, the Treehouse of Terror finale. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so we'll have, to do, we'll have to do something cool next week with that. Yeah. Go for it. I'll make sure we send a message. But, dude, we've been wrapping again. Another 40-minute-plus segment, man. There it is. Right man. out the gate, dude. Just strong, dude. Every time. Every time, man. So, dude, we're right at that magic time. We're going to take a break, get reset come back up and get our first of two featured guests on the Ollie's Barn Grill soundstage phone system. That's Michael Mead, guitarist extraordinaire with the likes of Frankie and the Actions and some other stuff he has going on. We'll get the whole lump sum for him, find out his story, and see what's going down. What do you think? Can't wait for that. Cool. Dude, it's the Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan, Southern Maryland's number one choice for music talk radio. We'll be right back after these short break. Yo, 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 Albin, let's talk construction. All right, Mr. Harsher, what's up? Our good friends at Allied Renovations can offer the best value when it comes to replacing your home's exterior, whether it be your roof or facade. Did you know that? How does he do it? Streamlined operations. Jesse and his team have been part of the roofing community since 2015. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, Jesse has some of the deepest roots in our community. Did you know that? Why does that matter? Because you don't have to worry about the here today, gone tomorrow contractor schemes that are out there. You know he's going to be around. That's some great stability. Yes, it is. So if and when the time comes, your home needs help with its roof or facade, please don't forget to contact Jesse Wickline at Allied Renovations. That number is 301-399-7031. Once again, that number is 301-399-7031. They are waiting for your call. What's up? This is Joe Barrick from Sam Grow, and you are listening to the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, baby. The Southern Maryland Guitar Gurus, the only guys that would do a live broadcast from Dog Man. We see each other through different eyes. Dude, we're back from break. It's the Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan, Southern Maryland's number one choice for music talk radio. Yeah. Dude, what's happening, man? Not much, man. I mean, I, sh- I shouldn't say not much. All kinds of things are happening. Dude, I forgot to turn the TV <laughs> on, man. Give me some soothing tones while I get the, the TV on so we can oh, watch yeah. the game. Let's, so, watch, let's watch World Series. Yeah, give me tones. 
Yeah, World Series game one. We're watching it. I don't, you know, this is what we're going to do. We're doing this. So, you know, if anybody has any objections, too bad. It's our show. We're watching the game. So, we got the 2019 World Series. Yeah, dude, we haven't hit first pitch yet, so we're good there. Yeah. So, cool. Dude, it's that time. We're going to get the Ollie's Bar and Grill soundstage phone system cranking. We're going to get our first featured guest on tonight, Mr. Michael Mead from Frankie and the Actions, Eric Wolf and Mike Mead duo, and I think he does some solo works, too. So, he's just all around a guitar extraordinaire musician. We're going to get him on the phone, get him cranking. Give me some soothing tones. That's right. We're going to hear all about everything he's got going on in his world. Mike Mead coming at you right here on the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. There it is, dude. We, we were early in the before, but we're running a little bit behind. But we're going to run in hot tonight, man. Yeah, we're, we're fine here. It's Michael Mead. Come on, pick up, buddy. Here it goes. Here it goes. Hello. Hey, Mike and Stan from Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Yes, I do. Thank you, Dan. Awesome, dude. Well, I got your mic going, man. You're live in the studio. I got my co-host, Mr. Alban, with me. Mr. Alban, say hi to Mike Mead. Mike, how are you this evening? Mr. Alban, it's, I'm great. Thank you, for guys, for having me. And I owe it all to your buddy, Philip Calvert. You know, he's the one that put you in touch with me. So. Oh, yeah. We, 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 Philip's a big fan of the show. We appreciate that. Yeah, known that yeah. guy for a long time. Good, good. Yeah, so thank you for spending time with us tonight. We can't wait to get it and dive into your story and hear all the things you got going on. Well, uh, okay, let's go. Well, yeah. hold on. Oh. So, so it's your first time on. Mr. Alban's trying to steal my thunder, but it's ah, all good. Ah, 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 that's what I do. So, so Mike, first, yes. you're a first-time guest. We got the connection with you through Mr. Philip Calvert. Loan known that guy for a long time, so shout out to him. He's a good dude. So that's, yes. a, that's ultimately awesome. But but now it's about you. We want okay. to get, we want to get your backstory. I want to know, you know, you know, the first time you heard music that you could actually relate to, why you picked up the instrument, you know, that whole musical journey from start to, to where you are into Frankie and the Actions and doing your other gigs that you got going on. So the floor is to you, sir. Well, uh, I can I can trace it back to when I was about seven. Uh, my family had a, a lady living with us for a few years. And she had her own room, and I used to hear music coming out of her room. And the one album she used to play that I was really into was Simon and Garfunkel's Bookends. So I was exposed to that album very early, and and I, I liked it because the lyrics were printed on the back of the jacket. And then I think um, around that time, the early 70s, you know, I was young, and I, uh, uh, rock radio was kind of cool back those days. Uh, uh, when I first heard Long Cool Woman by the Hollies, I was very intrigued by the reverb on the voice. Of course, I didn't know it was called reverb. I was seven or nine or whatever I was. And <laughs> yeah. then uh, then the other song that, that I trace it back to these two songs that just intrigued me when I heard them was Superstition by Stevie Wonder and, and Long Cool Woman by the Hollies. Um, just superstition because of the intro drums. And then when that wicked keyboard comes in, um, you know, I just had never heard anything like it. And then uh, Long Cool Woman, like I said, the reverb on the vocals. Um, you know, it's, it, that got me kind of interested in music. And around that time, there was uh, people used to have tape recorders that actually had microphones with a little cord on them. So, you know, I'd try to sing into those. And and uh, uh, when I was a kid, uh, got into cutting out like guitars out of the side of appliance uh, boxes, you know. And if my parents had company over, we'd draw the guitar face on the front of the shape and plastic bowling pins for drum sets, uh, for drumsticks. Uh, 
and put on shows for my parents and their comp and their company. Uh, but then a couple of years later, I think uh, when I started getting to be about 11 or 12 is when uh, Kiss. I'm, I'm I'm stating my age here, but I don't care. Um, Kiss Alive came out. I got that for my 12th birthday. And I was just, I just lost my mind when I saw that album with all the pictures inside the book that came with it. Um, Alice Cooper, uh, David Bowie, Elton John at the time. I, I took piano lessons for a couple of years uh, because I was into Elton John. But then uh, when I discovered Kiss and the guitar, man, it was all over. You know, there was no looking back. Nice. That's so, awesome. uh, uh, I don't know if anybody remembers Columbia House Records where you could get 16 CDs for a penny and then you owe them your firstborn. But uh, yeah. that's where I was exposed to a lot of uh, a lot of uh, music of the time, the Bachman-Turner Overdrive and uh, things like that. Um, you know, then I get into high school and I was playing guitar for a few years there, about 14 or 15 years old in the fall of 79. And uh, my older brother... Uh, had a couple of friends that uh, they had a, a, a little band going on and it uh, coincidentally um, uh, just a little footnote here uh, when I went into high school and joined this band we called ourselves uh, Cerberus and uh, but it wasn't my idea it was actually a gentleman named Mike Stacy who currently plays with Sam Grow. Uh, I was in my first band with Mike Stacy in high school yeah. and then uh, yeah, awesome, we, yeah we go oh, we go yeah. way back not only that a few years later when I took vocal lessons around the age of 19 um, I, I took vocal lessons from this woman who lived in Waldorf. I don't know what became of her, but she required all of her students to give a recital. And I uh, uh, sang Before the Dawn by Judas Priest. And um, wow. Mike and Mike Stacy was the one who uh, played the guitar. He, he came to my recital with me and accompanied me. But uh, so, so then uh, after that, we called ourselves Mad Dog. And I think Mike moved on. And uh, I was with a couple of guys. Uh, we were like ACDC based, blues based. A lot of uh, the drummer uh, had, had a lot of older brothers and sisters that were into things like Jay Giles and uh, 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 Waylon Jennings and David Allen Coe. So I was exposed to a lot of that early George Thorogood. Um, I, was, I was into a lot, a lot more blues when I was younger. Um, you know, then after high school it was kind of like I graduated 81. So that was the, the 80s was starting to happen. And uh, that's when I was kind of devoting, you know, any free time to bands uh, and, and forming bands. So I had a band called Arc Rival with my younger brother, Gary, who was a talented bass player singer at the time. Um, and then we had a band called Rival, where I, I met through just the, the friendship connection at the time. I played with a, a really talented lead guitarist named Rick Parpana, um, a really killer drummer named Jimmy Burns, um, and a guitar player that I still keep in touch with, Tim Costello. He's out in Colorado now. Um, and we had a good thing going for a couple years. And then that kind of fell apart. I don't know why, but you know, people grow. And, and then that was around the time that uh, the mid eighties was uh, a friend of mine. I, you know, I grew up in Fort Washington and a friend of mine introduced me to some guys he knew down in Bell Alton. I'd never been that far down, you know? Right. I didn't oh, know yeah. the place existed. And there was a really hard, heavy band. Uh, they were called Corruption. And so I jumped in with them and I brought my drummer Jimmy with me. And we did that for a little while. Uh, it was really, really heavy stuff. I, 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 it's the first time I'd heard Metallica and, and um, Anthrax. And I remember just trying to, everything was 4-4 in my world before. This was like, you know, breakneck speed. I couldn't, I couldn't tap my foot fast enough to keep in time. Something, you know, <laughs> it was new to me. So uh, right. that lasted a couple of years. 
But then that scene kind of fell apart because I wasn't really singing anymore. I was doing a lot of barking and growling and and uh, and all that. And then uh, then I, I uh, jumped in with uh, got my old friend Tim Costello again, and we he was forming a band with his friend Tom Fennessy, who was both of them were accomplished uh, lead guitar players. And uh, I went over to their house and I said, "Yeah, hey, I'm in," you know. And but I was only going to be the singer in this band. I wasn't uh, I wasn't the uh, I wasn't playing guitar for the first time. And uh, so we got we convinced a, a gentleman named Rusty Ponton, who was in the, that band Corruption, the hard heavy band, to switch from lead guitar to bass because he was a nice guy and 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 uh, you know we wanted to use him in the band and so he agreed and uh, so and then we got a drummer uh, Scott Brubaker at the time and uh, we played for a couple of years and I think around that time uh, that that scene kind of broke up. I think Tom Fennessy wanted to do something on his own. And uh, around that time was when my dad passed away. So uh, we, my brother and I jumped into the family biz and I didn't look for a band for the remainder of, I think, 1989. Okay. And uh, the fall of 89, uh, sometime before that, I can't remember when I met Frankie Clark, but but I met him at the Bayou uh, through through one of his students. You know, he's a teacher and his his one of his students was helping my previous band there uh, we were called Kraken the one with uh, the two guitar players yeah. and uh, and so I met Frankie the Bayou and I was just I couldn't believe you know Frankie was a large man at that time jet black hair chains all over him leather jacket it was like you're Frankie Clark you know I, I just I didn't know what I expected but I didn't expect that you know and uh, so a couple of years later we started talking and Frankie wanted to form you know a cover band that played kind of like the L.A. Um, the LA stuff like LA Guns and that kind of rock, you know, around that time, um, you know, Nasty Habit was around and, you know, that was John Lusky's old band. And, and uh, um, so we we got together and started rehearsing in, in late uh, 89. We played our first gig in January of 90. And that was Frankie Clark on the lead guitar, uh, myself on uh, lead vocals and rhythm guitar, Jeff Huffman on the bass and uh, Doug Sanford on drums. Um, and then uh, we recorded our first album, Stripped to the Bone, in the May of 1990. So really just six months later. Uh, and we, for a time, we only played originals. Um, and uh, so then drummer uh, changed. Uh, we got uh, Robert Torrey, who put us on the freaking map. He was a monster on the drums. He was our drummer for five years. But we wanted to grind and Robert wanted to, you know, have a balanced life. So he gracefully bowed out right. and enter Mike Mann, the new guy at 20 years now. So wow. that's where that's where Frankie and the actions was. We 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 really had a good run. And I think it's it's somebody recently said it's just the chemistry we we uh, everybody had the right stuff, and and it was we all had the same. I think it was the same level of dedication. We we wanted to go hard as far as our schedule, but we still wanted to maintain day jobs and regular lives, and and drive a decent car, I suppose, you know, instead of you know going all the way. So we we kind of everybody was agreed on that, and then uh, of course uh, I think Frankie's ego and my ego competed a little bit sometimes, but at least. Frankie, Frankie has the talent to back it up. You know, he really does. I, I still am in awe of his playing and his talent. Uh, Jeff Huffman contributed so much to the band, not only just a killer, uh, you know, uh, solid bass player, but uh, Jeff was kind of the guy, he was the former sound man, so he knew 
uh, he knew how to take care of the sound and the production a lot. A lot of times he'd be sweating before we even hit the stage. So right. uh, a lot of a lot of kudos to Jeff there. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Have I gone on long enough? <laughs> that, that's perfect, man. You really um, gave us some great information, man. Yeah. Oh well, I didn't. I didn't even mention. So I don't know if anybody's going to mention this, but between Frank and the Actions got together in 1990, and between 92 and 95. I lucked into a, a cable television program called Mike's Metal Machine, and we filmed 49 episodes, and it viewed every Friday uh, at 7 p.m., uh, and the same episode would, would run for a month, so it would play four times a month, you know, at 7 o'clock or every Friday, but it was only viewed in Prince George's County through, the, you know, uh, local access, sort of like a Wayne's World type thing, but, yeah, but, right. uh, but it was really like a, like a half hour of me playing videos. We had this little arrangement with... Uh, um, um, the record company Atlantic Records that was sending us videos, and then uh, and then it went well for 49 episodes, three years until one day Atlantic Records sent a four-page legal contract that they wanted uh, management at the at the you know community television thing to sign, and they wouldn't sign it because then it was just too much. You know, they go, Mike, you can still have a show, but we you can't play videos anymore. So that that pretty much killed the show because uh, I was working full time playing in a band, you know, and and you know I, I didn't. I didn't have the time to, to put on a half hour content show, but I did save all the TV guides and I still have them in the other room and say Mike's wow. metal machine at seven o'clock. Yeah. Friday night. So dude, that's great. 49 episodes, man. That's 49 awesome. episodes. That's yeah. Awesome. Uh, and uh, just to do a little name dropping again, uh, at that time, right now she's on channel four news, Megan McGrath. She was working there at the time and I met her then and we're still friends. So she's, she's, that was a, that was a nice time, you know? Um, those episodes are still somewhere. I don't know if they'll ever see the day of the light on uh, the light of day on Facebook, but uh, no, we'll find but, them. We'll find yeah, them. Yeah, we them out. I, I know where they are. <laughs> so, so then uh, I guess so. You know, Frankie, the actions. Uh, uh, twenty twenty two years. Uh, I think our audience must have turned over about four or five times. Um, you know, in the end, uh, the reason I think that we we kind of just decided to let it go was was because. It, you know, we looked around and we were 22 years older. Our crew was 22 years older. Um, you know, a lot of people had, you know, it was it was harder to do, you know, with all the equipment and our age. And 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 uh, and so, uh, uh, you know, so it just kind of was a natural thing where, you know, we just said, let's let it go. And by that time, Frankie's uh, last remains had kind of started up because uh, uh, the summer that uh, Kenny Taylor died, uh, the lead singer from DC Star. They held a benefit, and uh, I was actually on vacation at the date of the benefit. But Frankie ended up jamming with Jeff Avery and some other guys, and they, they decided to have a, a project was born out of that session. Um, meanwhile, I had, I had started doing my acoustic already uh, for a little while. Um, uh, you know, the, the, the economy, 2008, when the economy uh, kind of went bad, it, was, it affected the band business for sure. We weren't able to get the same money anymore. And, you know, and like I said, we were older, so it was just kind of a natural thing. And that, that's when I uh, pursued the acoustic full time uh, when we used to play ape hangers in um, uh, Bell Outen. Uh, Beverly Howe, who was very good to the band. Um, she the first year that I started uh, uh, doing my acoustic, she she let me play there every Thursday for six months, you know, you know, and and paid me a little something. And uh, and finally, she said, you know, it just wasn't working. But by that time. I kind of, you know, honed the craft a little bit and was getting a little more. I was really, really green on the acoustic. It was terrible. Didn't know, 
uh, didn't know what kind of guitars, what kind of what material to learn, the equipment to have. You know, um, that's where John Lusky again. You know, John Lusky sang on uh, Frankie and the Action's first album in 1990. John Lusky's voice is on that record, and uh, as a matter of fact, it's on YouTube now, stripped to the bone. Um, so uh, he's the one that kind of steered me in the direction of good equipment. Um, and uh, so, you know, I, I started getting a more comfortable feel uh, with the acoustic. And then I started to get used to the stripped down sound. And I was like, you know, where's the bass and the lights and the smoke and the sweat? You know, instead, it's just a microphone and me. And it was it was a little, you know, sparse. Uh, but uh, I started to get used to it, started to get more gigs, started reaching out to friends that uh, played acoustic for years. And they gave me a few tips and uh, and then just started working the phones myself. So. Uh, when Frankie and the Actions kind of retired the jersey at two, in 2011, um, uh, I proceeded to go real hard on the acoustic, and I just circled the Beltway over and over and over and over, you know, and uh, put a lot of miles on my car. But I, I posted it all on Facebook, and I think it gave the appearance that I was just everywhere, even though it was <laughs> a lot of driving, you know. Um, uh, so then, about six years into the acoustic. Uh, I started getting the feeling that I needed to do something, you know, something different, you know, like add, add somebody. And uh, Eric Wolf. Uh, so Eric Wolf, I thought about him because Eric Wolf was in a very popular band back in the day uh, called the Bump and Uglies. And for about two or three years, they used to pack them in everywhere. Yeah. Um, but they didn't they didn't last. And so but one night during that period when they were when they were gigging and we were gigging, Eric actually sat in with Frankie and the Actions one night because Frankie had a shoulder surgery and he couldn't play. So Eric sat in, he had a week to learn the songs and he nailed all the leads. You know, I mean, he, you know, wasn't, wasn't as flashy as Frank, but he just nailed it. He was solid. So I never forgot that. And over the years, I, I just hadn't heard that he was playing with anybody and didn't even know where he was. Um, you know, just hadn't heard anything of Eric Wolf. So when I was looking for somebody to add to the acoustic, I... I I hate to say this, guys, and all my friends who are listening, I just didn't want, you know, one of the usual players that's already out there playing. I, I needed to see, I wanted somebody that nobody would see coming, you know, I don't know. And so just as luck would have it, um, I was uh, living, uh, I was uh, living in the Plata and I was getting a tattoo on my leg. And of course, when you get a tattoo, you talk to the guy for a couple hours. Right. Well, this guy's done my ink, done a couple of my tattoos, and and during the course of talking, he's we're talking about the old band days, and he says, uh, <clears throat> my cousin, Eric Wolf, blah, blah, blah. And I go, that's right, Eric's your cousin. That's right, I forgot that. Where is Eric? He pointed across the street. He goes, he works right there, right there in that building. <laughs> nice. So about a week later, I walked in, and the rest, as they say, is history. Uh, I didn't realize Eric had put down the guitar for like 15 years. He didn't even play. Nice. He just got out of the music scene because there wasn't really something happening that he could uh, latch on to, I think. And um, so he devoted his time to his family and, and, and other things. And uh, when I got him with me, I said, Eric, the good news is there's no deadlines. Just start getting caught up. And he started practicing and he started um um, you know, uh, buying the right equipment, and he's got ten songs. Came out and did a set, you know. Then they come out and do two sets, and then finally, now you know we're we're we're, we're full on duo. Um, it's livened up the act. I think we both make each other shine a little bit more, you know. Um, yeah, yeah um, we, you know, we play off of it. He doesn't have a microphone. I tell all the jokes, but he feeds me my lines, so you know <laughs> it works out. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> 
That's uh, great, yeah. man. Where, where, yeah. where can people catch you and Eric at next? Where are you going to be playing? Well, at? so uh, so I'm a little bit I'm a little bit embarrassed there because I've been busy doing other things this summer, and I kind of you know everything books a couple months out. And two months ago, I hadn't really worked the phones. Um, so uh, Eric and I, as of this moment, we don't have anything on the calendar. But you know, we've been busy with. Uh, with uh, the lime green sunshine uh, recording video and and all that stuff and um, but uh, I do have some dates that are coming up uh, this Thursday in just two days from now I'll be at Kevin's Corner Cafe in Leonardtown from six to eight it's my first time there but I know Abby the bartender and then uh, to next Tuesday the 29th I'm, I do a regular thing every couple of months at the tavern in St Leonard. I've been doing that for a few years. I love that place. Uh, uh, Tracy and John are great uh, owners. Uh, Tracy and Mike, rather. Uh, and, and uh, of course, uh, Jeff Morgan, who books me. And then uh, Friday, November 1st, I'm doing my once-a-month gig at the Green Turtle in the Plater from 5 to 8. And I'm doing that the first Friday of every month through December. Oh, cool. Um, okay. And then, of course, the one big date is uh, Frankie and the Actions are, are getting, uh, getting geared up to do uh, December 14th at Hotel Charles in Hughesville, which I'm happy about because I live very close to there. So cool. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So we're back together again. We are rehearsing again, um, but we're just going to do a couple of shows a year. And that's our next one, December 14th. So perfect. Well, awesome. dude, what's your current rig? What are you jamming on right now? What kind of guitar? So right, right now with the acoustic uh, and the duo, I use the same equipment. Um, I have uh, uh, two a Taylor 800 series. One is an 814 and the other is an 816. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, so Very nice. We, yeah, we travel with two because, um, because obviously if you break a string, you need to just grab another guitar. But we do some songs in A440 uh, standard tuning and then we do another set of stuff in low tuning. We tune a half step down. Um, you know, so so that one guitar sounds good lower tune. The other one sounds good. Uh, you know, the, the sixteen sounds better with the high tune stuff. I use the eight fourteen for the low tune stuff. Sure. Um, yeah. For for uh, the vocals, you know, I have a uh, years ago I, I saw an ad for you know vocal harmonizer, and um, you know I really I really depend on my harmonizer. It not not because I can't sing, but because. You know, it's hard to find humans who can sing, you know, really well and harmonize with you. So, um, was, you know, no offense to anyone out there, but, you know, to, to, to find it all in, in, a, in, in a player, you know. But so I have a Digitech uh, Vocalist Live 3. It's a, it's a foot pedal where um, it has a delay on it, has harmonies on it, uh, five different patches. And uh, it's, it's really versatile, but I don't use as much as I could. I just kind of keep it simple. I got a few settings that I'd stick to. Um, I, you know, and I can, I can put delay on my voice with just stepping on the, on the pedal and you, you know, you might not even notice. Um, the PA is a Bose L1 line array, the compact version, the smallest one. And, and, uh, Eric also has one of those. So he bought one to match mine. So when we play the duo, we, we have one on each side and we jump it, we jump uh, his mind to his, um, we have the little four tone match, four channel board that matches with that. And, um, as far as microphones, I've been an SM58 man my whole life, and I don't really see that changing. So, <laughs> no, no reason to change that. Right. Yeah, and then uh, for the band, uh, my rig is uh, I got a Marshall 100 watt JCM uh, 2000. Sure. Uh, and of course, uh, nothing less than a full stack will do. And uh, <laughs> I have a small pedal board. I got a, a, all Boss pedals for some reason. Uh, I got a tuner. 
a delay and a phase shifter. Uh, we do use wireless rigs, uh, but I threw the box away years ago. I don't know what kind it is anymore. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, for, for my main guitars for the band is I have like an early 70s a rare Gibson Flying V it's like a, a real thin body and a real skinny neck that I picked up at a, at a, a swap meet at the very first Hotlicks location for 250 bucks it was black with a white pick guard um, and had even those embossed Gibson pickups and a little toggle switch for like a V-tone but um, I, I um, it, you wouldn't recognize it today it's, it's uh, the one that I play on stage it's got a, a custom flame paint job um, um, with uh, all totally gold hardware uh, and uh, hardly anything's original anymore. The pickups are, uh, I think, Dimaggio's. Yeah. Um, what, what the Dimaggio? Uh, the one that had every, everybody back in the day. I don't even know. Uh, and then for I got uh, for my other electric guitars, uh, two I got two Bernie Explorers. Bernies are uh, Japanese uh, uh, Gibson uh, copies, but the ones I have and Frankie and I went crazy buying them uh, uh, back in the nineties. We bought there are all these these eighties uh, mid eighties models where the quality was so good that uh, they and the the price was a fraction of a Gibson. That Gibson, uh, they call them lawsuit guitars because they, they they successfully argued that they couldn't sell them in the United States. But then Frankie and I started buying them on, on uh, uh, eBay. And at one time I had, uh, I'm too embarrassed to admit how many guitars I used to own, but I've, I've sold them all off. But I kept I kept the ones that I was reaching for. So I got two Bernie Explorers, one with uh, active pickups, EMGs. Um, I have a Bernie Les Paul that uh, Frankie put some Gibson pickups in there for me. It sounds really great. I have a PRS with a, that I had also custom painted with uh, stars and lightning bolts and all that. And I, I got it, bought it from Frankie. It was one of his original white PRSs, a bolt-on neck. And when I took it apart to, to have it custom painted years ago, it's got Paul Reed Smith uh, a hand hand signature right right in the little neck uh, slot, you know. Oh, the yeah, and I have a Gibson Explorer that I bought years ago, and it too was black and white, and I had that one painted custom also. Um, and that, that's kind of, I have a few other guitars, but I don't really, uh, you know, don't really play them out. You know, it's my house, my house guitars, you know? Right. We all got those. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's cool, man. That, that's quite the gear rundown right Absolutely. there. Absolutely. It's very extensive. Well, I, I think it's pretty simple, actually. If you... You talk, to, you talk to Frankie, man. Good God. How much time do you have to figure out what he uses? We, we have, we've we, had Frankie we've on. We've had Frankie yeah. on. We know. No, that's right. That's right. Oh, my God. I, I'll have to listen to that show. Uh, yeah. I, I, can't even, I can't imagine what he said when you asked him about his gear. So, anyway. Yeah. That, it, was, it was incredible. It was. <laughs> Check out the backlog on that. Hey, um, I will. I've, you got all these years of performing, doing the deal. So, this question's really going to hit home. What's some of your biggest frustrations in live performances? And what's your opinion on what type of gear or what, what situation would make it better if possible? So, uh, you know, I try to keep my frustrations uh, to a minimum, um, you know, in the way I look at things. Uh, I enjoy playing a lot. And the only way you can get behind that microphone is to drive to the gig, set up your gear and do it. Um, uh, so some of the frustrations are, you know, with the acoustic um, you know, I've had, I think different gigs have different frustrations. You know, acoustic gigs now are sports bars. There's always 100 TVs around. And I don't know if people are looking at me or the TV above my head. Uh, one time I was performing and, and I, I just really went for this, this note and I just nailed this killer note. 
and everybody went crazy until I realized it was for a touchdown. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, you know, loading in and out, you know, is, is always a pain. But uh, when you do it all the time, you, you figure out how to do it as quickly as possible. You know, the same. I, I figured out that, you know, the best way to, to set up is to get my stands in first and set that up. Um, um, you know, I, I, I try not to have too many frustrations uh, with gigs. I, I, I don't I can't really think of any that that really, really bug me other than, you know, one time I put when you play a place and, and it, the, the stage area is very tight. That That's kind of a little frustrating. But, uh, you know. Well, cool, man. Well, that's your yeah. fair, honest answer. That's all well, we can you know, ask I just for. Well, try, try to stay positive. You know, that's I, I don't really have too much, you know. Hey, that that's some good information for people to hear from a guy that's been doing it for 20 30 40 years exactly you know? uh, okay we can stop at 40 okay uh, <laughs> hey man hey there's a lot of guys listening that are, are that are listening to every word you're saying because they they realize they they know how vital having experience in 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 you know information so trust me that's a good thing well, I, I appreciate that. It's it's uh, when I first got started playing music as a teenager, and even in my twenties, I could not have you know imagined. Well, I, maybe I could you know, especially with what's going on you know with with the, the lime green and all that. I I couldn't have imagined doing this at this age. And I've kind of got a. I, I was telling John recently. I, I feel reinvigorated. I feel optimistic about the future. You know, I'm I'm on a little creative burst right now, and so I want to kind of maximize that. Uh, and work those phones and stay playing live and keep keep you know connecting with people. So that's awesome, dude. When, when, when we take our next break, I'm going to text you a link to two videos I want you to watch, and then I'll, okay. I'll give you a, I'll give you a holler tomorrow and we'll talk about it. How's that? Okay, sound? great. Sounds well, good. Perfect. Well, before we let you go, we got one last question for you, and it's our signature question. Okay. And we like to call it best gig, worst gig. You answer in any order you like, but you got to answer both. What does Mike okay. need to have for the gurus tonight? Okay. So our best gig ever, in my mind, was Frankie and the Actions. It was in our early years. And we, of course, we opened up for a bunch of people over at Jack's because in, in Springfield, Virginia, because we knew the owner. Right. We opened up We opened up for kicks five times. Those were always good. But the, the best one, we opened up for... Blue Oyster Cult. We opened up for Slaughter. We opened up for Jackal. And the best one, though, was when we opened up for Dockin. Yeah. I'm talking about I'm talking about George Lynch, yep. yeah. Don Dockin. That's right. Uh, God, the bass player's name escapes me, but I love that guy. Uh, anyway, we opened for Dockin, the original Dockin. And uh, we played a, a, a one-hour set of all original music where we were we were just on fire at the time and we closed it with Frankenstein by Edgar Winter and by the time we were done it was 700 people packed house crammed up to the stage that that was the gig that made me feel like a like a real like a real rock star you know what I mean your own music in front of a packed house and then when we got off stage the place was going nuts and to top it off George Lynch and Don Dockin were, you know, they were going on next. So they were standing off to the to the side of the stage. Uh, I did not see them. Jeff Jeff saw them because I was facing forward front and center stage. And, and uh, they were standing there grooving to our set. And when we walked off stage, you know, they, they gave Jeff a nice compliment. And said, man, y'all rocked it, you know. So that was a really good gig. That, that had to be the best gig as far as, uh, and that was many, many years ago. But as far as feeling like you would, had arrived somewhere, that was the, the good one. 
awesome. That's man. awesome, man. That's Damn an awesome. Right, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, man. Dokken, dude. <laughs> dude. Yeah, no, and Don, you know, I met Don Dokken, and he said, uh, you know, uh, he says, hey, good luck with your band, man. You know, and and he was smoking a cigarette, and I go, dude, I didn't know you smoked. You know, and he goes, he goes, oh, I never smoked. I'm just having one now, but. Oh, that yeah. was weird. That's a smoker's phrase right there. Yeah, I don't always do right. that, but just today. Right. All right. You All guys right, ready what, for the worst one? Yeah, worst gig. What do you got? All right. So uh, about 94 or so, we played when we were just starting to come out and come on the scene and be recognized and noticed. We played a club in Camp Springs that was very popular. And the owners there, you know, did very well for a few years. And then the club, you know, clubs come and go. So I guess sometime later, one of the owners purchased an establishment up in uh, Frederick County. I'm going to try to keep this a little bit, uh, you know, you know, the names have been changed to protect the, you know, the guilty as it were. So, uh, So anyway, this gentleman bought a club up there and he, because he knew who we were, he invited us to play his his establishment, and of course, we got up there and and uh, the gig went well. And we there's a section of the show where you know I get the I put the guitar down, take the wireless mic, go around the crowd, you know, and, and kind of you sing and dance to everybody. Well, there was a very attractive lady there who had this long black hair, and it was she really stood out from everybody else. She was by herself all night long, you know, just dancing, everybody's grooving. But when I passed by her, I sort of leaned in and said, "You have very pretty hair." Well, she cringed in horror. Uh, you know, I, she didn't smile or anything. She was like, she didn't like it at all. And so I just kind of moved on, you know, and I didn't really know what that was about. But but uh, <laughs> so the night is over and we're getting our putting our guitars down. And I turn around and I see this guy. He looks like a charging bull and he's looking at me. Uh-oh. And he just says, you. And he started charging at me, oh. and I guess I was quick enough. I got out of the way, but he ran into he ran into the drums and one of Frankie's guitars, and all of a sudden, all these people started piling in to you know break it up. Uh, you know, the police were called. Uh, you know, and and then you know, of course, we were out. Of, we were staying in a hotel. We thought it was a great gig to be out of town, staying in a hotel. But here's the big fight breaks out. Then then as we we start to realize, you know, this is a this is a small town. And we're the outsiders here. And not only that, the owner of this establishment, he's actually an outsider, too. He hadn't been there that long. <laughs> so when the police came, the police came and the guy who charged me, he was the local bully. The girl was, the you know, the, the local girl who was, you know, I don't know what was going on between them. But I never saw them standing next to each other. But apparently they, they had something going on. And he charged me and equipment got broken. Uh, we had to... Uh, go to court some months later Frankie sued the guy to try to get the guitar money back and he never did but sort of (laughs) so yeah so uh, you know the funny it does have a funny note to it and this is why I'm being vague but the owner jumped in and tried to you know break people apart when the melee was happening and his toupee fell off and uh Prior to that, we didn't know he wore one, so I was just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, call Maury, Maury. You know, it's like the fight, is ha- the fight is happening, and you see you see it come off, 
and but there's a fight going on. She can't really stop and address it at the moment. But uh, but later on, when we were rehashing it all in the hotel room, and then it came up, and we had a kind of a good laugh about it. But uh, yeah, that that was the worst gig. There's always look. We already like everybody. We had a gig where we didn't get paid. We had one of those. You know, the right, club owners yeah. picked us. We also had a gig, a couple of gigs where I couldn't even talk, but I had to sing. So that was not a good gig for me. But this for this was probably the worst one as far as the fight and all that stuff. But that was a long time ago. Thank goodness. So. Yeah, you know, uh, stuff got broken and there was no money made. What yeah, is, it's terrible, man. Terrible. Wow. Yeah, and you, and you traveled an hour and a half away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To pay for All the right, privilege. Guys, so, so before we get off, though, you know, uh, we haven't talked about my latest project. Yeah, dude, yeah, dude, dude, let's talk about this, man. Good, good call, good call. What do you got? Let's talk about it. <laughs> well, uh, a couple of years ago, you know, I've just released my video for my song called Blind Green Sunshine. Right. And and uh, I wrote it a couple of years ago, and a guy I worked with, I played a, a raw version, and he bugged me for a year. When are you going to record that? So I started developing the song, rehearsed it with, uh, I, I put. I assembled some friends, George Seeley on the drums. George Seeley plays with Random Impact. Uh, Jeff Huffman, my longtime bass player from Frankie and the Action. Um, and then, uh, of course, Eric Wolf on lead guitar. Uh, so we started rehearsing uh, my song, Lime Green Sunshine, in January. Uh, we recorded it in the middle of February. And Frank and Veronica Lancaster from Full Steam fame, uh, they jumped in and helped sing background vocals in the studio. They gave up their time. Um, so then I dropped it in March just as a song on... Uh, I uploaded it through my DistroKid account to, you know, all the online stores. Uh, and then I had an idea that I wanted to film a video for it. So uh, just so many people involved that that uh, helped out in ways large and small, even if it was a casual utterance that gave me an idea that I ran with. Um, um, you know, uh, Dave and Ashley Barbie suggested uh, Hard Bargain Farm in Akakeek, where we filmed it. Right. Um, you know, so uh, we set a date sometime in April. And of course, I didn't. I didn't know what I was getting myself into, guys. But uh, we we set a date. Uh, we started putting out uh, the call, created an event. We put out a little teaser for it. Um, you know, the momentum was building and building. Frank and Veronica shared it on their page, and they got they've got uh, drawing power. Um, so it was July twentieth. We filmed it on probably the hottest day of the summer. Um, and so I, I think optimistically, I was. I was expecting maybe 100 people, maybe 150, judging by the re the response. But but the the hot the heat was so bad that day that uh, you know it kept a few people home. And so uh, we counted heads. 70 people showed up, and that's the audience that you see in the video. Um, the the videographer, my my video guy, Che Deaver, he's a mad genius. Uh, we filmed in four different locations in in D.C. Uh, in my brother's backyard, nice big green field, uh, in Phil's place, oh, my favorite local dive. It's not even a dive. I say that with affection. My favorite local bar here in Hughesville, uh, Kara and Matt Wagner, gracious enough to let us film scenes inside. Um, and then, of course, Hard Bargain Farm. All my friends that, that showed up and, and believed, um, all the players involved, Jay Shade, brought his mega light show and didn't charge me a dime. Jay, I love you, brother. Um, you know, uh, everybody. I, my son Gage is in the video. Uh, he's the one that actually uttered the phrase uh, lime green sunshine for the first time. Um, so I just think it's really catchy. I, I'm humbled and grateful that so many people got involved. I want everybody to share it and view it. Um, I've got another catchy song in the works and, and uh, you can expect more from Mike Mead in 2020, that's for sure. 
Awesome, right, dude. Yeah. Well, cool, dude. Well, dude, I appreciate your time tonight. This was super informative. I really enjoyed the interview, and I definitely will be reaching out to you in the future to have you back on. That'd be great. Maybe I'll have something new to report. Uh, thanks so much, guys. Uh, I got to say, um, uh, I've had a good year, but I'm, 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 uh, I'm not. Uh, I realize there's so many people that ha- helped me have a good year, and, I, and they all know who they are. Uh, all my friends, all my family who believe me, especially my mom, Eva, 88 years young, and uh, she's my biggest supporter. So um, thank you so much, guys, and to everybody listening. Um, I, I'm really, really enjoying um, this, ho- this whole thing, and God bless you all. Be careful, everyone, and stay safe. Perfect, nice. dude. Nicely well, said, Mike. Get all your friends to tune in Thursday for the premiere at 8 p.m. We'll be on chatting on Facebook. It'll be awesome. Okay. Great. Thank you so much. All right, Mike. We'll check you next time from the Guitar Gurus. We say thank you and good night. Okay. Good night. All right. Good night. There he goes, man. Mike Mead. Absolute absolute (laughs) pleasure having him on here. That was awesome, dude. Yeah, he made our job real easy. He's a talker. I love it. And that's what just a plethora of information. A wealth of it, man. Just a plethora. It's great. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, so dude. we could definitely get him on a few more times and still not get the whole story. Yeah, we can do a whole backstory, man. I'm, I'm thinking of doing something kind of cool coming up. And I got some things I'll talk to you off air about. Yeah. I, think, I think I got something cool. Okay. So that's cool. Um, dude, we're going to transition into Guitar of the Week. Okay. It's Island Music's Guitar of the Week, and this one's awesome this week, dude. It's an ESP LTT Eclipse EC1000 Piezo. With the quilt top with a see-through blue finish, man. It's a solid body electric guitar with a mahogany body. Quilt maple top, maple neck, rosewood fretboard, two humbucking pickups, the Fishman Power Bridge. Dude, this thing's awesome. Dude, this was a weekend to be had with an instrument. All right? From metal to warm acoustic tones. With the ESP LTD Eclipse EC1000 Piezo solid body electric, electric guitar plugged into your amplifier, you're primed from anything your gig throws at you. The Eclipse set, set neck design keeps it resonating longer than bolt-on designs. And with the Seymour Duncan humbucking pickups, you got a powerful articulate tone on demand high gain machine, dude. The guitar covers a lot of tonal territory. All right, so just get in, buckle up for this review. Buckle up. All right, you can even dial in the Fishman Power Bridge to access warm and natural sounding acoustic tones at the same time you're playing through the the amplifier. Get the best of both worlds. It's cool that toggle switch, it's a blend switch. Okay. So you can blend it either off, on, you know what I mean? It's pretty cool what you can do with it. All right. And the Fishman Power Bridge, we'll get to that in a second and how the design is. But you should get your hands on this LTD Eclipse and find out why it's one of the most anticipated guitars coming into Island Music this fall season. All right? Classic looks with a modern performance. Nothing screams rock and roll like ESP's timeless Eclipse body style guitars. The extra mass of the mahogany body and maple top single cutaway design gives you the EC1000 sustain that you've come to know, dude. It's got a slightly arched quilt maple top to provide comfortable hand positioning and it also makes a beautiful instrument to behold. That that arched top, dude. And they really do a nice job with that, man. Yeah. They really do. 
Um, dude, with the upper frets, the access, getting to do the solo area, it's perfectly comfortable. And that goes in with it. Um, the, the, the Seymour Duncan JB and 59 humbucker pickups that are loaded in this thing are awesome. All right. They loaded it with a popular and versatile set of humbucking pickups. First, there's a Seymour Duncan 59 neck humbucking pickup that gives you the creamy PAF tone with a full voice and articulate top end that sounds great clean or through a high gain circuit. It, and the perfect complement is the Duncan JB model humbucker in the bridge position. Okay? Now let's talk about that bridge. It's the um, the Fishman Power Bridge. Okay? And okay. If you look at the pictures, the saddles that are silver, each one of those is a type of hum, a humbucking pickup. That's how it gets the acoustic sound out of it. Sweet. All right, the Tom Style Bridge is embedded with piezo pickups, so you can access rich and natural sounding acoustic tones as well as aggressive sounds offered by the magnetic humbuckers. You can also use a single output and switch the two between the blend of each sound of the onboard mini toggle switch I talked about. Alternatively, you can use the dial outputs for sending the magnetic and piezo signals to their own amplification simultaneously. That's why I took the picture that showed the two output, the two jacks. Okay. So you can send acoustic signal to the acoustic style amp, and then you stick that signal too. Oh, then you can blend it thing. with. Yeah. Then you can blend it with the switch, dude. It's, oh, wow. it's legit insane, dude. I did had a time with that thing. It's wow. it's mindless what you can do, man. That, that's why I had to write <laughs> it up like this. So let, let's go over the features at a glance. All right. All right. Classic looking electric guitar with piezo and magnetic magnetic pickup tones. Fishman Power Bridge allows you to choose between magnetic, piezoacoustic, or a blend of both. That's what's cool. That is cool. Thin U pro- <laughs> the thin U-profile neck plays fast and smooth. The mahogany body top of the quilted maple gives you rich, powerful tone with, ex- with excellent snap and definition. The dual Seymour Duncan humbucking pickups give you flexible tone and aggressive output. The Tone Pro's locking Tom Bridge tailpiece give you dependable stability, intonation, and excellent service throughout the life of the instrument. There you go. Right? Because everybody overlooks those things. Yeah, the tailpiece, everybody says, it's just a tailpiece. But, dude, if it's not made of the right metal, it's not going to hold tone. That's right. It's not going to hold to tune. It's got to be hard. You know what I mean? There's a process. It just can't be anything. Um, so that's just always good to bring out. Set neck construction. Of course, gives you the long-lasting sustain and excellent articulation of notes. There's something to said about setting neck guitars, but I like my fenders that have the bolt-on, too. It's, yeah. It's a thing. But it's a thing. It's what you like, but I like both. How about that? <laughs> if they're done right, you can like both. Exactly. That's <laughs> it, man. Got to, know, got to know which room you're in. That's right. So here's the tech specs. I always like the tech specs, man. Dude, it's a solid body guitar. The Eclipse body shape. It's right-handed. It's got six strings. Body materials mahogany. At the top is, of course, quilted maple. The color is that beautiful see-through blue that everybody goes crazy for because it looks like it's water. Uh, three-piece mahogany neck. Uh, it's got the thin U-shaped profile. A radius of 13.77. Rosewood fingerboard. Pearloid flag inlays. 24 extra jumbo frets. The scale length is 24 and 3 quarters. Nut width of 1.653 inches. It's made out of a molded plastic. Um, it's got the Fishman Power Bridge, two nomadic with tailpiece. 
the LTD uh, Tone Pro's locking tone, the tuners at the top. And of course, it's got the humbucking Seymour Duncan pickups. And that's your guitar of the week, man. What do you think, dude? She's hot. Do you saw the pictures? I saw the pictures. You didn't get to see this one in oh, person this no, week. No, I don't. I never really do. You get to only see them every so often. But she was definitely gorgeous, man. And uh, it looks like this, that looking at the tech specs, this this guitar has a lot of room to just free range. It's a, it's an all-in-one machine, really. That you can just go anywhere you want on the thing. Yeah, it's 24 frets. It's got both. Yeah. You know, two full octaves. And dude, it fa- it's fast. It plays fast because of that access where the neck and body come together with the cutaway. Right. So when you got into that cutaway area, and you're hitting those high notes, they were just as it's sharp a- as the rest of it, right? Because right, it's comfortable. It's yeah. easy to get to. You don't have to hercule your way to it. Yeah. There was no dead spots in it or anything like that. It no, just- dude. You're never going to get anything like that from ESP LTDs. That's there you They're go. perfect, dude. Yeah. They they. they they got. They know how to make instruments, <laughs> you know. Sweet. And that's another beautiful one presented by Island Music. Price point on this model is a thousand ninety nine. Wow. So you're paying a couple hundred bucks extra for all the Fishman stuff, but dude, it saves you buying a guitar. Uh, that's worth it. Yeah. So yeah. if you don't have to buy an acoustic, you just hop into that. There you got is. an acoustic, <laughs> and it'll actually play easier than a real acoustic. Right. <laughs> so your hands will thank you after three hours. Exactly. <laughs> But no, thanks to Island Music for sponsoring that segment, getting us home with it. And yep. It's another fantastic guitar, and I look forward to this weekend. See what comes up. That's right. Cool. Well, dude, dude, it's been another long segment. Yeah. And I'm ready to take a break, get reset. Then we're going to come back and um, get our good buddy Alex on the phone from the Route 4 band. Yep. Talk Route 4 band. But before that, we're going to do the Jesse Wickline Allied Renovations Two for Tuesday shout-outs. There you go. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this all night. The list is there. It's, Absolutely. It's, it's happening, and we're going to do it, man. But before that, we're going to take a break, pay some bills, and come back and do it. Yeah, that's right. Pay the bills. That's baby. right, dude. All right, dude. It's Guitar Gurus from Dan and Dan. This is Music Talk Radio from Southern Maryland, and you know it's your number one choice. There's Yeah. The number one choice. Number one choice. Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. (laughs) We'll be right back. Yo, yo, yo. Albin, let's talk construction. All right, Mr. Harsher, what's up? Our good friends at Allied Renovations can offer the best value when it comes to replacing your home's exterior, whether it be your roof or facade. Did you know that? How does he do it? Streamlined operations. Jesse and his team have been part of the roofing community since 2015. Did you know that? Really? Yeah, Jesse has some of the deepest roots in our community. Did you know that? Why does that matter? Because you don't have to worry about the here-today, gone-tomorrow contractor schemes that are out there. Well, you know he's going to be around. That's some great stability. Yes, it is. So if and when the time comes, your home needs help with its roof or facade, please don't forget to contact Jesse Wickline at Allied Renovations. That number is 301-399-7031. Once again, that number is 301-399-7031. They are waiting for your call. Hey everybody, this is Mike Mead from Frankie and the Actions and Mike Mead, Eric Wolf duo and my Mike Mead solo and also my Lime Green Sunshine video. You are listening to the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. Broadcasting from our 100 gigawatt 
radio internet thing that plugs into something else. It's WTUR, the Guitar Gurus. We see each other through different eyes. And we're back from break, man. How you doing, dude? Oh man, I'm just I'm just rocking, man. man. Dude, listening to Mike Mead's interview just still got me rocking. Yeah, man. What a wealth of something. What a wealth of music history there, yeah, man. Big time. I was looking for the right words to say, man, because it's just awesome. Yeah. Inside details and everything, and then he lives right in Hughesville. Yeah. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. We're, we're helping out these local guys, getting their their message out, getting their bands out. Hope everybody checks his page out. Fine musician, man. Yeah. Fine musician with a really cool video. Check that thing out. Give it a like and a share. Hell yeah, man. Like me, man. But dude, before we get any further, man, it's it's time for the Jesse Wickline Allied Renovations Two for Tuesday shoutouts. Our favorite part of the show. Get to highlight the fans that liked and shared the post every week. It's pretty cool. I'll turn the microphone over to you, Mr. Alban. What do we got this weekend? All right. It's the Jesse Wickline Allied Renovations Two for Tuesday shoutouts right here on the Southern Rail Guitar Guru Show. Thank you, everyone, for the love. We're going to call your names. You ready? Let's get it on. We got Jesse Wickline. Imagine that. Right. Yeah. Tim Elder, Lisa Watts, Dave Barbie, Cassidy Greer, JC Moore, Mike Maroney, Angie Walker, Trey Thomas, Eric Wolf, Brent Robbins, Philip Calvert, Vinny Barbarino, Outside the Wire, Sean Kirkpatrick, Carly Zakutney, Charlena Filoni, Tom Mays. So thank you guys for the shares, the likes, the love. We appreciate it. Without you, we are not here. That is the Two for Tuesday shoutouts brought to you by Jesse Wickline and the Allied Renovations. Very nice. Yeah. Very nice, man. What a great list this week. It's a great list. We love everybody. Everybody on this list. We love you. Good deal, dude. And we see your names all the time, which means you're supporting, and we love you even more Right for that. Here, check this out. Oh, yeah. So, as you hear all those names called, everybody who heard their name, pop one of those with us. Let's get it on, man. Yeah, pop an Ollie, man. Ollie's Bar and Grill, man. Speaking of that, dude, we're going to get the Ollie's Bar and Grill soundstage phone system cranking one last night, one last time tonight. We're going to get Alex Edinger on from the Route 4 band. He's the vocalist, and I believe he does play acoustic on a couple songs. That's right. We'll, we'll check it out, see what's up with him, and um, get it cranking, and then we'll get out of here for tonight, man. What do you think? Let's do it. This show's awesome tonight, man. I hope everybody, when they're hearing this, they, they see that the, the hard work is paying off for us, man, because we're getting some big-time stuff happening. So this is real cool. Wow, man. Are you all right? I'm fine. Perfect. Give me some soothing tones while I get Alex cranking, dude. All right. Soothing Tones, Alec Edger, Route 4 Band, coming up on the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show, right here. There it is. It's ringing, dude. He ain't going to miss it. He wants to be here. Hey, Alex, it's Dan from Guitar Gurus. You want to go on the air? Hell yeah, man. Let's do this. Perfect, dude. Well, dude, we're in the home stretch of the show. We got you cranking on the phone. I got Mr. Alban here in studio. Mr. Alban, say hi to Alex. Alex, how are you, buddy? What's going on, man? How you been, brother? I'm good, man. Uh, thanks for being on here with us, spending time with us. Hey, thank you for having me, man. I'm, I'm honored to be here, man. Thank you. I got, I got a lot to talk about. 
All right. We Perfect. can't wait. Well, dude, well, let, let's start it off. It's your first time on the show. Um, give us the backstory on your on yourself and how you came to be in the Route 4 band. Well, uh, I can kind of remember everything like it was yesterday, uh, man. Uh, you know, it all started last summer. I met uh, Tyler at a Sam Grove concert uh, over at uh, Mama Lucia's in North Beach. And, um, you know, unex- unexpectedly, uh, Sam Grove called me up to sing one song, uh, which is Hurricane by Luke Combs. And uh, no- not too long after I got done uh, singing that with him, got off stage, uh, Tyler approached me and was like, uh, man, he's trying to start a band. And, uh I was like, yeah, and he was like, I can play any lead, and I was like, all right, man, I'll keep you in mind, and you know, it's just, and it was one month later, I met Billy, after when, uh, same, same thing had happened uh, at another show with Philip Parsons, um, I was called to sing one song, I forget which one it was, but afterwards, um, Billy also approached me and said he could play drums, and he showed me a couple of clips, and I was impressed, and just... Within a short time, you know, after realizing that I had a couple guys, you know, wanting to play, you know, a couple guys that seemed promising, you know, um, you know, I was like, you know, why don't I, why don't I give us a shot? So I called, I called Tyler and Billy up one day, um, to schedule a practice, and you know, from the start, you know, we we're, I mean, we we're straight trash, man. Like, <laughs> like there's always feedback uh, with Tyler's equipment and uh, just. You know, it wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't what we expected at first. And, uh, but when we played Blue on Black, we realized we weren't actually all that bad. But it's been a ride, man. You know, Billy, Tyler, I shout out to those guys. And Frankie, the newest addition to the Route 4 band family. You know, he's a monster. All these guys, you know, bust their asses. Uh, you know, we all have the same goals set. You know, we're all on the same page, and right now it's just the sky's the limit, man. You know, I, I'm excited to see where the future holds. Yeah, we're real excited to see what you guys are uh, going to come up with. Uh, you guys have really been uh, working hard and in a short amount of time, really getting out there. So I'm excited to see where it goes for you guys, too. Right, and, uh, you know... You, like when, uh, whenever we're not practicing, you know, we always discuss different things. You know, it's uh, we discuss different topics. You know, as far as upcoming shows, uh, any future plans, uh, what song ideas. Uh, you know that we uh, have ideas of playing. Um, you know, but it's been a slow process because everybody's uh, schedules is different. Sure. Uh, so yeah, scheduling can be very difficult at times. It can, but as long as you guys communicate outside of when you can't be together, that's very important. And yeah, there's there's strategies that we've uh, that we that that we've learned that would help us out. And uh, you know, as as we continue to play as a band, we kind of you know start to learn from the nitty nitty gritty, you know, from our do's and our don'ts, and right. you know, things of that nature. Yeah. What's the vibe in the band, man? When you guys aren't jamming music, what do y'all? What what else are y'all talking besides talking about besides music? Um, you know, 
that's a good question. I mean, <laughs> we're we're literally like a family, you know. I mean, we're always talking music, but for the most part, you know, uh, you know, I I love these guys to death. You know, I can vent to these guys about whatever life obstacles you know come across. Um, you know, they're just a great group of guys, and you know, I couldn't be happier to have them along. You know, this ride with me. That's cool. I yeah, dig man. it. Absolutely. Where are y'all playing next? Uh, we have a couple shows lined up. Uh, uh, one including this weekend and uh, the following weekend. This weekend, Saturday the 26th, we play at uh, Tribes Motorcycle Club in Friendship, Maryland. Uh, which, it doesn't show the actual address on the event on Facebook for some reason. So if anybody out there that's trying to actually come to the show is a look up. Uh, the place on Google. It'll show the address right there. And for November 2nd, that's our first headline show at Anthony's Bar and Grill. Uh, it's, uh, well, both both shows are a Halloween costume party, but the one at Anthony's uh, famous slaughterhouse will have a DJ. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll have a couple we'll have a couple new songs uh, working on by then. Uh, just trying to keep the ball rolling, man. Yeah, right. and and you strum acoustic on a couple of the songs, right? Oh, I play, I play acoustic, uh, you know, nine nine times. Uh, well, nine out of ten times, um, you know, we play up there. There's only one song where, you know, it, it doesn't require me to play the guitar, which is Hicktown. But um, the acoustic that I play right now is. Uh, a Fender 400 CE California Series T bucket single cup body. Uh, got laminated. Uh, got a laminated maple top. Uh, you know, with a gloss finish. And uh, it, I, I beat the hell out of that thing, but it's for 400 bucks. You know, that's been the, probably one of the better purchases I've ever made. Yeah. Cool. It's a workhorse for you. Yeah. That's cool. So that's the only guitar you got? Um, actually, I have quite a few. Um, the Epiphone Les Paul that uh, Tyler's been playing lately, uh, that's actually owned by me. I've had that 10 years ago, and oh. Tyler Tyler loves that thing. Yeah, dude. Yeah, there's nothing like owning one of those, and someone else in your band plays it all the time. <laughs> I get it. Right. Um, I get it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. What else do you got? Uh, let's see. Well, we have those two. I have another acoustic. Uh, it's it's some bottom of the line Austin acoustic that uh, my mom first gave me. Uh, back when I first, you know, was eager to start playing some chords, and um, that I still have it. Uh, I hardly. It's just hiding in the corner of my closet right now, but uh, that's something I'll, you know, I'll always cherish forever is that little thing there because that's pretty much what, ha- what got me started. There you go. Uh, True. But I was a big, back in high school, I was a pretty big Eddie Van Halen fan. And, uh, you know, back in high school, I, I was in a cover band. And uh, for a short time, I was a shredder like Tyler. I, I kind of lost it after a few years, but. I got really? you. So you're no stranger to a guitar, is yeah. what you're saying. I want to say I've played on and off for about 11 years, but I've been singing since I was seven, and I'm 26 right now. Okay. Okay. There you go. Nice. Who's your favorite singer, man? Who, 
When you were a kid, what made you, you heard something and it's like, I have to sing? Who, who was that influence? Uh, that's a great question. Of course um, it is. I asked it. <laughs> the, um, well, all time, my favorite singer right now is Luke Combs, hands down. Luke Combs? Right, well, Luke Combs wasn't around when you were seven. So when you were a kid, let's get back <laughs> yeah, to the Yeah, when I was here. a kid, well, I, I would say now, yes, that'd be my favorite. But back then, who who was I a big fan of back then? Um, I really liked, loved a lot of singers. I didn't really have a particular favorite. Uh, my my variety of music was everywhere. Um, so, but one of my favorite singers growing up would probably. Oh man, that's a tough one. Nah, you just don't want to say it. It's not a tip of my tongue, man. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's okay. I Was know it I Garth you. Brooks? Oh man, uh, that that's close. But uh, I was thinking more the lines like, uh, you know, David Lee Ross or uh, yeah, Brett well, Michaels. Huh? Brett Michaels? Poison? No, actually. No, if he like if he like David Lee Ross, he liked the Showman. A lot of good Showman up there, you know, frontman. Gotcha. Right. Um, so, what'd you think about like Rob Halford from Judas Priest? Did you like that? Oh man, I I listened to all those heavy stuff growing up. My uh, my dad was a big ACDC and Foreigner fan, so I loved that that hard rock. But yeah. I also loved the really emotional songs because you know the the soul you know with within you know within that music. All right. All right. Cool, man. Cool. Sorry to ask the tough questions here. You know, we ask hard questions here. Yeah. It's hard line news here, Alex. Yeah. Hard line news. We put you on the spot. Right. But that, that's a tough question. I really don't have an answer for it. Um, that's okay. The list, goes, the list goes on and on, man. It's okay. You listen to the Backstreet Boys in the car. You don't have to admit it. We don't need to know. Right. We know what's up. <laughs> More like One Direction, man. Oh, right. see. There we yeah, go. Cool. I knew it. I knew it. <laughs> dude. All right, dude. Well, um, let's see here. What so far in your limited experience playing with these guys, what's been some of your frustrations at gigs? Some of my frustrations at gigs is, uh, well, Friday Friday nights when we have shows because uh, yeah for me it's uh, it's a little tough because you know I work full time I'm up at like 3 a.m. every morning so by the time you know by the time I get off and come home get get shit loaded up uh, get to the show I'm dog tired yeah you know, so it's when when I'm tired you know I'm not at my full potential you know but. I'm starting to learn my do's and my don'ts, you know, uh, what can make me do better from here on out. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a tough thing, man. And, and you know, there's a lot of us who've been doing that for 20-some-plus years and just grinded out dead, dead tired. You just have to figure out what it is you have to cut out or get around to, to get through it. And it's exactly. hard. It's hard, though. It is hard. To get to a, get to a gig after a 
a 60-hour work week on a Friday night. Right. And try not to be uh, testy. I hate that phrase. It's old, but <laughs> but it's easy right. to do. Or it's like every you know every little thing can set you off. It's like damn, I just want to. <laughs> no, I, I I totally agree. You know, it's just it's well, that, which is why I prefer to have my shows on Saturdays because you know I'm well rested. Yep. You know, um, you know I have enough energy. You know, it's just I, that's just my opinion. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, that that's that's a great thing, man. I understand that. Perfect. Well, well, cool, dude. You've been a champ tonight. We've run late. We're coming up on it, so we got one last question for you. Then we're gonna let you roll, okay? All right. All right, dude. It's our signature question. We call it best gig, worst gig. Answer in any order you like, but you gotta answer both. What's the what do you got for the gurus tonight? Well, actually, one of my better gigs I had was this past weekend. Uh, I played a benefit uh, for the Buckler family, uh, which uh, Tim Elder and uh, Michael Trujillo, they were both in the lineup to play music that night. And uh, well, Tim was the one that hit me up in the first place saying, uh, hey, man, uh, trying to do a benefit for this family. Uh, you want to come on? And I'm like, yeah, sure. Um, and... They just bought a new PA system. I was the first uh, to try it out, and you know, my vocals were on point from start to finish, and the feeling was just great. You know, that's really what I look for most when I get up to play gigs, whether it's with my band or you know, I'm doing a solo acoustic set or not. You know, awesome. Well, awesome. What, that's great, man. What's been the worst experience for you? I'm sure you've heard the story a couple weekends ago at the Green Door. <laughs> I call it the worst gig I never got to play, and that was uh, that was a scary night. Um, I was outside unloading when everything happened, and uh, you know everybody was all scared. And I'm just thankful that you know nobody got seriously hurt. Um, like events like that makes definitely makes you appreciate life a little more absolutely absolutely no dude. doubt about it man how's how's everything been going on since that is everybody back to semi semi normal um i'm pretty sure for the most part uh well billy snare drum uh, he got his uh drum got damaged uh in the wreckage but um it was just a couple of hole punctures he just you know patched them up with tape real quick uh and you know he kind of just made do with that gotcha and uh but uh more of the uh but most of the equipment that was damaged in the wreckage were uh were from the young swains but we had uh we had posted a gofundme page uh to support whatever costs uh you know to help them get back on their feet right absolutely man that's awesome dude. yeah we're just glad that it, like you said everybody's everybody came out of that thing okay you know equipment can be replaced but we can't right so. exactly you know i'm just i'm just happy that I'm, that everybody's still standing you know yeah well awesome dude well dude man i you know i'm going to throw this in here real fast before we go before i let mr harcher close it out with the way he always does every week um I can say uh, from personal experience, uh, I've had some good times with you guys in your in your short time together, and uh, you know I really look forward 
I mean this. I look forward to see what you guys can do. And, uh, you know, I've enjoyed the time that we have spent together. And, and uh, you know, I'm excited for you guys. I'm excited too, man. Honestly, uh, you know, we've come a long way from the very beginning. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm truly blessed. I'm fortunate, you know, to have these guys, you know, by my side, like I said. And, uh, you know, Tyler, you know, he's just a beast. You know, he's been... He's been buying guitars left and right. Bought a bought a mixer board. Bought an amp recently. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. And um, you know, with the addition of Frank, you know, he he's you know great guy. You you know, wait till you meet him. He's always always has a smile on his face. Uh, you know, he he's the guy that just fits right in the fam. And yeah. uh, Billy, he's probably the most dedicated member of our band. I mean, the guy drives an hour to get down to practice every time. Right. And, uh, so always we... stays in the pocket, you know. Shout, shout out to all these guys. You know, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it weren't for my band. Well, you just remember that. When you got a guy that drives and dedicates himself like that, there's no excuses for the rest of you. Right. Yeah. Like, you look at a guy like that and you go, well, he does this. We have to step it up, too. Right. And you got a guy's, you got his back when it comes to that. Billy, we love Billy. We love Billy. Gotta love him. You he, tell he, him his his new drum set is hot shit, and we love the way it looks. And you tell Tyler that we're, we're just really bored of him because we've talked to him too many times. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, speaking of which, I uh, was on the phone with Jay Mitch earlier. He wanted me to tell you all hi. Oh, nice. The Mitch. Oh, the Mitch. Yeah, you know, I'm bored of Jason, too. Oh, <laughs> I challenge him to a duel. Oh. oh. Let's see if he's listening. <laughs> Let's see if he's really listening. Well, there you go. Now, you guys are great, man. We appreciate all the time you spend with us, Alex, man. The Root 4 band. You guys are great. Keep on grinding and getting out there, man. Uh, right. Always, man. Uh, always trying to keep the ball rolling. You know, I'm just... Uh, yeah, this year's been a ride. You know, I'm just looking forward to seeing what next year has in store. Yeah, man. You know, hey, your first show was pretty good. Pretty good. Right. Pretty good. I was nervous as hell, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but that was probably one of the best nights of my life. I won't forget that till the day I, I you know, till I die. I mean, hands down. Like, one of the best times ever, man. Hell yeah. You gotta buy me a beer every time I see you from here on out for the rest of the uh, for the rest of the I'll universe. Pop you, I'll pop you an alley next time, dude. <laughs> nice. Yeah, All right, Alex, man, this has been awesome, dude. Appreciate the time tonight, man. But from the guitar gurus, man, we say thank you and good night. All right, thank you. All you right, guys buddy. take care. Peace out. Later, brother. Wow, dude, that was yeah. cool. Yeah, he handled his interview like this is probably his first interview ever. Yeah, man, handled like a champ, man. Yeah, man, informative. It was great, man. Yeah. Loved learning about that guy. Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I mean, Billy and Tyler, and they're just and Alex, they're just really good dudes, and they all they all get along. It's cohesive. For a new band, you can already tell they're gonna they're gonna go at this for a long time, right? Because they Alex. all get along. They're cohesive. They they sound great together. I can't wait to see where they're going to be in three or four years. If they can keep it together. And they will. They seem like the kind of guys that will stay together. I hope so. I hope our show pushes them to to keep together. It will. Accountability. Just their love of music is going to keep them together. Right. But life happens, man. You know know Alice got that new girlfriend. Well, I mean, there's things like that. I know Tyler's a slacker. 
Right. So, I mean, that's who they really need to look after. Well, Billy's got a job ahead of him. <laughs> Billy's the dad of the band. He's the he's the glue, man. He holds it all together. <laughs> that's awesome. So what are you going to do, man? Yeah. Whatever dude. Billy says, that's what you guys should do. Wow, dude. What a show tonight, man. Yeah, I'm having fun now. Dude, it's an hour, 58 minutes, almost 59 minutes. Okay. Dude, right on time, dude. Right on time. Hit that pocket. Just, dude, we're doing our show, man. And, right. and it's happening. Now people are out there listening. Yep. Last week was awesome. This week's going to be awesome. Well, dude, let's run it down from tonight, right? Yeah, let's do the list rundown real quick. Hell yeah. Of course, we had David Higgins on from the Southern Maryland Chronicle for Higgy on the Beat. Higgy on the Beat. The signature 10-ounce 12-pack sampler. Yeah, a lot of we great do. shows. A lot of great shows on there. Uh, I love that he, that Lynn Arian puts the list together. Yeah. And David picks and chooses which ones he wants to talk about. It had, leaves us out of it. So it's not us picking no one's favorites. Oh, no. It's what comes up. This is not, has nothing to do with us. Yeah, this is just what comes up. So right. it's cool. It's real cool. So that's Higgy on the Beat, the 10-ounce 12-pack sampler. You only hear that here on the Southern Maryland Guitar Guru Show. Ooh. Cool. We did the Spoons Meal Review. Yep. We had the ribs tonight. That is Southern Maryland's secret, dude. Go to Spoons and get the ribs. You'll thank me. Tell them the guru sent you. They'll show you some love. That's right. Sean Kirkpatrick. Sean in 60 seconds. <laughs> yeah. We're doing spooky stories with Sean all October long. And this that story tonight was just weird, but... Yeah, it, yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be fun to watch that one come out. <laughs> but that was Sean Kirkpatrick. Next week, we'll have him back on for more spooky stories with Sean all October long. So... That's awesome. That was the standard show. That was standard show. Featured guest. First, we had Michael Mead on guitarist, Frankie and the Actions, Eric Wolf, Mike Mead duo. Yeah. And he's got his acoustic solo. He's out there playing around, man. So it's cool. So check him out. See what you can do. You go see his new video he just shot in my hometown of Akukik. Right. Yeah. Yeah, man. With lime green sunshine. That's right. Go check it out, man. That's good stuff, man. So that's Michael Mead. Had him on. Um, we did two for Tuesday shout outs. Jesse Wickline, Allied Renovations. Allied Renovations. Showing love for him. You need I, it done? Call him up. Right. Get it done. Call Jesse. Uh, dude, Island Music Guitar of the Week. The beautiful ESP LTD EC yeah. 1000 piezo. ESP. Dude, what a they just make home run after home. Oh, they've guitars. they've been nailing it for a long decades. Dude. And there's a reason why they're still around and they're still providing high quality products. Exactly. They know what they're doing. Exactly. Um, of course, then we ended the show talking to Alec Edin- Alex Ed- Edinger from the vocalist of the Route 4 band. That's right. He plays acoustic on a couple tunes too, so he's all around musician. Been playing for over ten years. It's cool just finally see him get in the band and get going. Exactly. I'm real happy about watching those guys progress. Yeah, it's real cool, dude. But that was the show tonight. Um, I got a teaser real quick. So late, let the people that are here all night long. Ooh, you get the exclusive if you're exclusive. still in here. Coming up in November, I believe the week of November. Hold on, I'll pull this out to make sure I'm 100. percent All right, it's a Southern Mail and Guitar Gurus exclusive. For those of you who are still here listening, hang on to your seats. All right, here it is, dude. I got it out. So the show that airs on November 14th, which is going to be episode 51, is going to be a Sam Grow Invasion show. 
Wow. How awesome is that? <laughs> We're going to have the one and only Sam Grow on the Ollie's Barn Girl soundstage phone system. Phone soundstage phone system. That's right. We finally got Sam on the show. He is booked 100% confirmed. Right, so that's part one of the invasion. Part Sam, one. Sam gets Sam gets the prime time slot. That's yeah. So we're gonna hook it up, um, and of course to continue the invasion for the second feature guest, we're finally gonna have Joe Barracon, drummer from the Sam Grove. There it is. It's a takeover. So we've had Gene and Mike on. Completes the circuit. Now we're having Sam and Joe on at the same time in a mega show. There it the is. The Sam Grove Invasion show. Airs no- November 14th, 2019. I finally got that finalized today. It was awesome. I'm glad I'm be able to tell y'all about it right now. So, longtime listeners that are here chatting till the end, you got the special treat tonight. Yeah. Spread the word for us. Create posts on your Facebook for us. Share it amongst friends. Let's see how viral we can get this go. Let's show some love <laughs> to Sam and Joe yeah. for taking time out to, to arrange all this. Because this was no just last thing. I just put it together real quick. No, this is taking a lot of careful coordination. And to pull this off. So let's just spread the word and get some real good viewership for these guys, man. Let yeah. them know what's up with our radio deal. Let's blow it up. It's going to be awesome. But I'm looking forward to that. So November 14th, 2019, the Sam Grow Invasion Show of the Guitar Gurus. The one and only Sam Grow is going to be on first. Joe Barrick's going to be on second. Close out the show with Joe. And if somehow that we got to change it tonight of, we'll change it whatever it takes. Yeah. This but, is the first time we've ever announced ahead of time who's coming on. Well, did I thought that this was appropriate to do it was. It, yes. Absolutely. Make, make arrangements. You yep. know, because this is going to be must-listen radio. <laughs> yeah. Dude, Joe Barrick and his antics, I can just tell you from my days in music retail when I used to deal with Joe. Joe's a hell of a nice guy, man, and he's always got some great stories. I can't wait. So that's why I have him in the second spot. So that way, if we call him for 45, 50 minutes, we don't have to stop. We're just going to keep cranking with him because he's a storytelling guy. That's right. Man. So, let, it, let it go when it comes to Joe. Right. And then what's good about Sam coming on first, if Sam runs late, it's okay. I text Joe, say, Sam's still on, and he's got to wait. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He'll be like, of course he is. <laughs> see? See how that works? <laughs> so dude, we're going to hook it up, man. But I I just know, man, this show's going to be pretty special. So I had to tell everybody about it now. Um, we have some other great programming coming up. That's our That, that Sam Grow Takeover episode is one episode before our anniversary. Right. 52. Yeah, so I don't even know how the calendar is going to even work out with that. Well, you might have to wait for that one a little bit. But, but. we'll see what's up. We'll cross that up. What, a, up. what, what, what a, a ride, man. What a ride, man. We're going to do some reflection. There's going to be, you know, all kinds of uh, reflection and uh, look at our history. And we're going to put up things that say, this was the early days. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. We'll see how it goes. We'll see man. how that goes. Oh, oh my god! Did they do another one? No, they got it. All right, good. Sorry, we're we're watching the World Series. Yeah, World Series tie game, bottom of the fourth, two to two. This two is on two. Tuesday, so we'll chat about Thursday. See who's playing what then. There you go. <laughs> but dude, I think I'm spent, man. Yeah, this is about all these vocal cords can take for one night. Perfect, dude. Clocking in just over two hours. That's awesome. So that's cool. Yep, sweet spot. Perfect, dude. Well, I'm done, man. I think we've shined everybody up and got it going. Yep. 
Cool. It's Guitar Gurus with Dan and Dan, Southern Maryland's number one choice for Music Talk Radio. We enjoy everybody listening, and we will see you guys next week with all new episodes. Stay tuned. <laughs>